Hello and welcome to Game Buds. It's another episode of everybody's favorite podcast, the podcast where four friends get high and talk about video games and sometimes other topics. I'm your host, Nick Bell, and to the left of me is... Dorino! And to the left of him... Andy! And then we have our other host... Dual Barrel! It's Travis! <laughs> and today we have a very special guest. He is the third Bell Bro, technically the first Bell Bro, because he's older. Um, go ahead and introduce yourself. Matthew Bell. <laughs> it's our... It's yeah. our it, <laughs> It's our older brother, Matt. If you've listened to the podcast, you've probably heard us talk about him. He's a goofy dude. We love him so much. And uh, it's a great episode for him to be on, because this week we're going to be talking about Nintendo 64 multiplayer experiences, which is a great Ooh. a great topic for yeah. us all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It happened during our like formative years, getting, a, getting an N64 when you and I were like, like, I don't know, fucking six or seven eight maybe and matt was like nine or ten well it came out in 96 we probably didn't get it to like 97 though we probably yeah. had got it a year in we were still pretty young we do, were, you, do you remember when we got it matt um it was about a year after it launched i'd say it wasn't right we didn't get it first day definitely no no we were too young to know envious of all the people who did get it first because we were, yeah we were yeah. still like hyped on uh mario rpg which came out like a few months before the n64 <laughs> oh, yeah. so we were still playing like those very end game SNES games. I do remember playing the demos of it in stores before launch, but we didn't get it the Christmas that it launched. <laughs> yeah, I'm like like that kid, the N64 kid. <laughs> oh, <man>. <laughs> he, he's a lucky man. boy. Um, but you know, before we uh, jump into the juicy, juicy, oh so juicy meat of the episode, we like to do a segment called "What Are You On." our favorite little jingle for our favorite little segment we always do a, a dumb little one. dance whenever it plays um you know let's just start with uh, with you ryan what uh what, what are you on what you what you playing oh you know since we recorded our last podcast like three or four days ago uh not much <laughs> uh actually i don't think i played a single video game in between because i worked that weekend so that's uh, no excuse it's an excuse enough. <laughs> it's an unfortunate it's excuse. It's excuse enough, but we, it's reality. I did play a little bit of the Friday the Thirteenth. Ooh. Uh, Ooh. Game. Okay. And uh, appropriate. There's still the people season. playing that game. People, are, yeah, it's still got a. Oh, you're probably playing on a PC though. I'm, no, so. I'm playing it on PS5. Oh, okay. Because it was free. <laughs> oh, oh, okay, okay, okay. Uh, it's on PS now, so uh, I played a little bit of the Friday Thirteenth game, and uh, uh, I suck at it. Uh, even yeah, at, even hard. as Jason, I suck. I, I got creamed. <laughs> I just I thought as Jason it'd be super easy to just find and murder people, but it's just it's just not that simple. 
Yeah. Killing people has never been harder. You got to know those levels <laughs> and stuff. Really, you got to play quite a bit before you get so familiar enough to really be y- good. Yeah, my my theory is the people that are still playing it at this point are so good at the game. Uh, that theory. Yeah, yeah, they're so good at the game <laughs> that they're just gonna cream you no matter what. They all have formulated yeah. strategies and they all know exactly where to like power up the generators. Yeah. And even if you're Jason, the special Jason that can, like, uh, teleport and then throw his machete or whatever and try to kill him in one hit, it's just, it, you, you're still fucked. Yeah, that's, it's, it's a shame. It's really hard to, like, uh, bring new people into games like that when it, if the people who are playing just are so good that there's really no way of easing in. Yeah. Unless I, you really push through. I played three rounds. It, I was like, all right, I'm done. It yeah. looks really fun, though. I mean, yeah. I would, it would probably it be fun if we all got it and then there was just, like, a group of all of us playing it. Yeah. Instead yeah, of playing with yeah. randos online, yeah. is it, there a way to do that, or is it always oh, randos? Yeah. I imagine there's a like a yeah like a private. personal private party okay. yeah. thingy. Yeah, yeah that'd be cool. not not like what Nintendo does and mm, yeah. makes it impossible to play with your friends what unless Nintendo you jump through hoops. Do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that would be a fun one to play with friends who are equally good because or not good or, or friends yeah, like yeah. me who are bad who run around and get killed. Oh, yeah. <laughs> this would be a good group right here to play because yeah, absolutely, of us are good. Running around in the dark and being shot. <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of the problem with the the asymmetric games. Is like, man, the, you can be super powered, overpowered, like one way or the other. If your whole team doesn't know what they're doing and yeah. you've got like one person that you know is not good that. They'll just ruin your game. Yeah, it's true. Uh, it, it, it asymmetrical games are very asymmetrically <laughs> like balanced, and they're really yeah. hard to keep that balance. Like, it's almost like fun. that's the point. Yeah, yeah. but you know, <laughs> make it too asymmetrical in terms of balance. Dude, this game is asymmetrical. It's like too asymmetrical. It's like a trapezoid. It's too yeah. asymmetrical. <laughs> it's like a trapezoid. It's like a trapezoid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's kind of like asymmetrical. Trapezoidal. Like, like crawl like that, where somebody's super powerful and everybody else is on a team. Yeah. I, yes. I, I tend to find that I suck both on the team and, and as the boss. As the boss. <laughs> super powered <laughs> boss with all the powers. Just, it doesn't matter. I get killed immediately. So much going on in yeah. that game. It's really easy to get like overwhelmed, like confused and like, it's just like, ah, yeah, yeah, yeah what's going yeah. on? Shit's flying Chaos. around everywhere. Squadron scramble, basically. Mm. It reminds me of that, at least. Yeah, yeah. we gotta talk about that game Ooh. eventually. Ooh, yes. <laughs> Another game, I did a like a, a beta, like an open beta of this game called Prop Night. I don't know if you guys have heard of this. It's another yes. ace, another asymmetrical horror game where four people are they're your survivors and one person's a monster, but you have the unique ability to turn into like buckets or just random yeah. just random like items to like hide. Yes, but yes, that's a, a uh, like it's like a um it's like a, a fleshed out game of like a Gary's Mod uh, game mode. Yeah, yeah, it's coming out soon, but like you can like turn into buckets, but you can like hop around as the bucket or like the bale of hay or whatever, but you can also just try to blend in and you're supposed to like, you're supposed to like power up these four, four or five generators and then escape. Got and it. And they're like, what, like there's two monsters I think right now, there's two of them, one of them's like a Slenderman monster. <laughs> Slenderman? Slenderman. Slenderman. <laughs> Slenderman. I'm, Slenderman. I'm Jack Slenderman. <laughs> I'm Jack Slenderman. <laughs> The, the skinny guy. Yeah, one of them was one of, the, one of those skinny guys. Oh hunting skinny man. Skinny man. Skinny man. Getting hunted by the skinny man. The tall feller. One of them is a slender man uh, creature, and then one of them is like uh, fucking the the nun, like the scary nun. From the conjuring. Uh, yeah, yes. from the conjuring. Like, but they, have, they also have their own unique abilities where they can like move faster and they can pick you up and put you in these chairs and lock you down. And then if you stay in the chair long enough, you 
it go- closes down and kills you. Like, Ooh, uh, very so you can be rescued by your teammates, but you risk getting caught by uh, the Slenderman. <laughs> but Ooh. it's it was pretty fun. It was it was it took like twenty minutes and we lost, but it was like I only played like thirteen minutes of it, thirteen twenty minutes of it, and I was like, oh, it's pretty fun, but. I can see the unique charm in it, like be- becoming a bucket and hopping around <laughs> as a bucket, and then hiding in tall grass as a bucket. <laughs> like when somebody walks by you, that's kind of thrilling. But at the same time, you know, it's like it's it's all right. It's all right. Mm-hmm. Another game that'd be fun if we all played it together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 It'll be yeah. out soon. I just I just signed up for like an uh, open for early access. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. Is it on Steam? Yeah, it's gonna be on Steam. Okay. Yeah, wow. Wow. righteous. Uh, just just look up Prop Night. It's it's pretty funny. Will do. <laughs> Andy, what you want? Well, all I played was a whole lot of Back for Blood Swarm <laughs> mode. Oh, nice. Yeah. Dude, you're going to be so good at it, and we're all going to suck. Oh, we're like, yeah, at least one person <laughs> I still familiar. suck. I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty good at it. I'm pretty good. <laughs> I'm, like, consistently, like, the... The lowest rated on my team. You just reverse. You just reverse the direction. Oh, it was man. my. It was my hit. You passed it the other way. <laughs> uh, you passed it to me. I you thought. So uh, and Andy passed it to me, skipping you because it was actually him who. Fought. Oh, see, I'm not. I'm not the one at fault. It was Andy. Wow. It wasn't. For was, our viewers, we're guys, smoking we're out of this butts. cool like water <laughs> pipe thing. It's not a bong water pipe, but it's a pipe with water in it and it's glitter. Yeah, that thing is so cool. Oh. Yeah, those of you who are joining us via video, you can come take a hit with us. <laughs> take a virtual hit now. It's weird. It's got the flat one, so I got the. It's like giving. I know, it, it's I was, like giving it a little kiss. Yeah. It's like playing the trumpet. It's green. With a question mark. It's like the Riddler. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, oh that's man, it hits it hard yeah, too. Okay. So, back for blood, yeah. swarm mode. Oh yeah. Let's uh, rain it in. Rain it. Rain yeah, it in. It's, uh, it's really fun. I still really suck, but uh, it's it's got it's man that game has a lot of cool like depth with the uh, with the card system and stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it seems like it's gonna be really cool, especially as you play more and unlock cards and build your deck and stuff. Yeah, exactly. There's there's a lot of cards, and each character has like its own uh, abilities and then team effect. I'm going all shotgun. That's that's <laughs> that, that is always what I do. There's there's like sixty one cards I think so far. Okay. Mm. And uh, you can you can really stack up some crazy stuff for like whatever build you want to do. If you want to do uh, like speed shotgun. I want to be melee, fast. I want to have. I, I want to be fast and reload fast and use powerful weapons. Yeah. I don't. I'm, I'm not. I'm always a glass cannon, so I I can avoid getting hit. By jumping mm. around like crazy. Yeah. But, yeah, uh, dude, the card system really opens up all sorts of cool possibilities for how you want to customize. And um, you can build really good teams. You know, you can have, like, uh, a crazy medic that will revive, like, 200% faster Ooh. and, like, gives team uh, health ups, you know. Mm-hmm. And then uh, yeah, I don't, it, there's there's a lot of depth to that game. I'm Multiple stoked. supply lines yeah. too. You know those, like once you complete one, it brings up another one. Okay. So I'm, I'm yeah, I'm really stoked to like get more into that game and like get like a good team going and like try and like get to the higher difficulty stuff. Yeah. I feel like it's yeah, a little bit of Diablo in there. You like just keep increasing that difficulty. Yeah, yeah. Run through. 
It gets really crazy, apparently, on uh, the veteran I'll, mode. Sure. Yeah. We suck enough in or rookie mode. Maybe, so. Yeah, the easiest mode, and we were <laughs> yeah, we got we got torn to pieces. Yeah. We died halfway yeah. through the first level <laughs> for the first part of the th- yeah. through the yeah. first part of the first act. Thought yeah. we could at least get through the first act, you know, with <laughs> relative, you know, without relative difficulty. No, I think we were just kind of caught up in like looking at everything True. and like exploring the it. mechanics and stuff. It has a new, it has a different physics and movement than a lot of other yeah every first person shooter has that that being said it does feel a lot like left for dead oh, yeah. like it's definitely an appropriate follow-up to that series yeah it it still holds a lot of the same like web uh controller layout and and mm-hmm. uh you know the way you use items and stuff very yeah. similar but there's also but some yeah, yeah. The cards, well, the cards change it a lot. It's, yeah. It's pretty wild. And there's like crazy, all these mods with the guns. You can pick up like different attachments for the guns. It, it's, it won't be long, though, before people have like min maxed the game enough to where they have like Always. the objectively best. They decks already have. And, yeah. You can just YouTube it. Like, this, 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 this may like the, the be- There's the best cards and the crap cards. And all it takes is a data mine, and you just can look at the. Oh, numbers yeah. and calculate all that stuff. Well, I mean, people have already... It's already been out for, like, two weeks, so people have already unlocked all the cards and analyzed them up and down. Like, oh, yeah. God, yeah. I wish I had that oh, kind yeah. of fucking time to play games. Jeez. Yeah. <laughs> I don't understand how people can do that with multiple games and then, like, still have jobs and socialize. Yeah, yeah, some people do, yeah. <laughs> but then there so, are those who, who don't. But yeah. they, they, <laughs> they waste all their time. Yeah. Yeah. Like us. <laughs> <laughs> But we don't get to play enough, enough as we should. I know. Four-day work week. Let's push for it and then... Yeah. <laughs> a one just for video game games, day. not for any sort of mental other <laughs> mental health be- benefits. The, 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 day, the third day off should be video game day. Yeah. yeah. Day of video games. Yeah. <laughs> Once Mandatory Nintendo becomes fun. the ruler. Gamification. Mandatory fun. Mandatory fun. <laughs> Weird Al reference there. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, let's move on. Are you, is that all you've been on? Have you yeah. Played no, I just, I played a fuck ton of that. I, I got, because I was trying to get out of the rookie status. Mm. You get it, you can change your title after you win 25 games. You don't want people looking at you and being like, great, we're playing with a fucking noob. He's gonna fucking hold the... He's gonna slow the game down. We're not gonna get the best cards. Man, there's for real... Okay, one one funny thing that I had happen on... uh, (laughs) Like, playing multiplayer. I was playing with... I had crossplay off, and I was playing with just PlayStation people, and I had a pretty good time, but it would take a long time to connect to a match. Mm -hmm. So I switched it to crossplay on, and then you get those PC players, man. Oh man, yeah, dude. They're they're in a different league because they're playing like they're they're probably way better than anybody yeah. on a controller. And yeah. Mm-hmm. The they, mouse and keyboard crew, man. And they're probably using like terminology that you've never heard of. <laughs> why aren't you doing this? Why aren't you? <laughs> no, it wasn't that bad. I, but he, this dude, I, there's like these mutation points that you can spend, and a lot of people have noticed like starting off don't realize that you can spend the mutation points straight away you get like 50 and your whole team shares them when you're the mutants mm-hmm. so you can upgrade so if you're not using those and your other team's using them you're fucked and i've had a few matches where like my teammates weren't using them so i started getting on the mic and be like hey if you guys don't know 
you got 50 mutation points to share with the team. Spend them now. Otherwise, our opponents might use them, and they're going to fuck us up. And uh, I would just, like, start saying that before every match, because you can see if people are using them or not. Mm. Like, all right, these people aren't using their, their points. So I got on, on one, and this dude's like, yeah, we know about the points, but your mic sucks. Like, oh, sorry. I'm on a PlayStation controller. It's like, yeah, PlayStation sucks. <laughs> All right. Okay. Well, <laughs> use the thing. Well, you know what? You, you suck. <laughs> like, yeah. And then, oh, and then he goes, you could have bought a, a good PC, a gaming PC for that, you know? Like, yeah. I want, Thanks. Uh, well, I too late. Out. I like Demon Souls. He's like, yeah, PlayStation does have good uh, exclusives. exclusives. Yeah. Well, <laughs> he like, he concedes a, a little. He's like, okay, good point. Good point. Good point. Demon Souls, point. all right. You're cool. Yeah, okay, you're cool. <laughs> Matt, Matty, Matt, Matt, what are you on? What you been playing? Where is this music from? Actraiser. Actraiser. It sounds like Castlevania music. I was going to say that because I'm... I'm currently playing, or I'm about to beat Castlevania Circle of the Moon from Castlevania Nice! And I've already beat, I beat that game way back when it launched, actually. It's a fantastic Game Boy Advance Castlevania title. Um, it's very similar to uh, Symphony of the Night, except you play as the Belmont's cousin's friend, Nathan <laughs> Graves. Who, uh, who has the ability to wield the vampire killer, right? He, he was, he, well, the, the whole plot of the game is that he was given the vampire killer instead of the Belmont's cousin. The Belmont's cousin, Hugh Baldwin, who is the second to last boss that I just beat today. I'm about to go beat the Oh, you're about to beat the game, huh? About to beat the game, but, but I still got a couple more health and heart and mana upgrades to go get. Um, but I'm at the very end, I just beat Hugh Baldwin, but the, the plot line of the game is that he's pissed off that 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 his friend was handed the vampire killer whip instead of him. Instead of him, uh, it's like classic if, if anime. Mom and dad were like, "Here's a family heirloom, Travis." Yeah, they just yeah. handed it to Travis. Yep. Yeah, exactly. Tra- Travis, I want to give you my guitar. Whenever you finally beat him, he's the second to last boss in the game. Whenever you beat him, he's like, "Oh, I've always revered you and I've always loved you and everything. I'll go beat Dracula. Like we're we're best friends. I'm sorry that I caused all sorry this that trouble. I tried to kill you. Sorry, I was an asshole the whole game, wow. just like usual." <laughs> No wonder they didn't give me that. <laughs> I Very only did it because I'm jealous of you. Uh, <laughs> absolutely fantastic, Metroidvania. Can't wait to go to the next game, Harmony of Dissonance, where you're Juiced Belmont, Simon Belmont's grandson. And I'm going to beat that castle, and you can actually dash in that game with R, unlike Circle of the Moon. Which just, is kind of just the slowest walking so pace. Slow. I oh, mean, man. he's got that running animation, too, but it's still really slow. you got to press forward twice, yeah. and it kind of really wears in your thumb for after, like, long bouts of yeah. using uh, it, forward twice and to that, dash. That game doesn't even have a much of its own original music. It's it, got, it's, like, the, the, repurposed songs from most yeah. uh, from a bunch of other games. It does take mostly bangers, which are, like... Yeah, yeah. And then the, the original tracks, there's, like, three in the game. The original tracks in the game are all good, which yeah. is awesome. It yeah. does have a good soundtrack, despite it's a. You can recited. tell it's a launch game for the Game Boy Advance, yeah. though. It's mm-hmm. very rough. Like, the, the graphics, like... Nathan's sprite is very not... It's not very detailed at all. It looks like an NES sprite. 
No, the sprites for the sprites definitely get better with juice and with Soma later on. Yeah, Aria of Sorrow is one of my favorite Game Boy Advance games, like just in general. I can't wait for that. With uh, Circle of the Moon, you can tell that the card system, the dual uh, dual summon system, something like that, DSS system, it's a prototype of the Soul system. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. It's nice. You, you can ten... get the fire whip that's weaker than the vampire killer. Yeah, you, you get <laughs> ten cards that that focus on the planets and and like Greek gods associated with those planets, and then you get ten elemental beasts, and the elemental beasts can be equipped to the planetary cards, so you get a hundred combinations because each Whoa. So yeah like, yeah each planet can I re... be equipped to an elemental beast. I always really uh, liked playing around with that. Just like standing in one spot and then just switching them over. And, and just seeing what happens. Yeah. Like the Kirby 64 game. Like, oh, uh, the mixing of the powers. I love yeah. the mixing powers They should stuff. bring that mechanic it's, back. It's pretty much just like that, except you have to go to the menu to do it every mm -hmm. time. I wish there was a system where you could just press R and L and swap each card, and then it would swap the combinations in real time. That's, that would be a really it, nice quality of life upgrade, but no, you have to it, press start and go to the menu and then manually mm -hmm. equip the, the combination and then go back out to the overworld. Yeah, really... it would it would be nice in, instead of like just regular ports if like they would add quality of life enhancements to these games. They wouldn't have to, like, it would be <laughs> yeah. a little bit of recoding probably. One thing I've learned in this particular game, because I've beaten Bloodstained, which was by Iga, um, Koji Igarashi, he made... Uh, Symphony of the Night, and he he made most of the Castlevania, the, the really good Castlevanias that are called Metroid. The, the Golden Age, yeah. The Golden Age. So he made Bloodstained, and Bloodstained really unfortunately didn't learn too much from Circle of the Moon and Aria of Sorrow and Dawn of Sorrow. You still have, it's still very sluggish in how you grind enemies. You kill enemies for the abilities, and you have to leave the room. You'll be in a dungeon, mm -hmm. dungeon room, and you have to leave the room. Enter again, kill the enemy, leave the room, enter again, kill the enemy, hoping that a like a soul or a card or <laughs> yep. an item will drop. Oh, man. And then you'll get the ability, and you might have to do it 50 to 100 times. Cool. Yeah, I remember in Aria, in Aria of Sorrow, there's a room with just like a ton of zombies, and I would just go in, and they, dro they always drop between 10 and 500 gold, and I would just farm gold Ooh. for like 20 or 30 minutes and then <laughs> buy all the best stuff. Now, Circle of the Moon basically started that. Symphony of the Night had it a little bit with certain things, but Circle of the Moon had it for all of the cards and all the abilities, and then that expanded to the Aria of Sorrow and Dawn of Sorrow with the souls where it's all farming. Gotta get rid of the farming in these Metroidvania. They gotta at least uh, make it yeah. easier. They gotta get rid of it. And they gotta, they, they, well, they had to pad those games because they're Game Boy Advance games, so they're, oh, they're not that long. Especially Dawn of Sor Sorrow. That game got padded all. Uh, Dawn of Sorrow for DS, yeah, because yeah, that's not, I mean, I feel like Aria has a longer storyline than But it's Dawn, more streamlined. I, Dawn think of I, really I beat Dawn of Sorrow in like a day and a half. Like, it didn't take long. Order of Ecclesia was also really short. Portrait <clears throat> uh, Room was also really short. My game time for this is 11 hours, so it's actually pretty so, dang short. Yeah, 12, yeah. Um, Harmony of Dissonance is the shortest one mm -hmm. of the three. So I you, wish I think it's like eight hours. It's so it's got such great level design and terrible music. Ter the worst <laughs> music out of any. The Castlevania worst, yeah, game. worst Castlevania music By because it's far. all like really weak chip tunes and Michiru mm. Yamane didn't do much of the music. And it, yeah, it's well composed. That the remakes of the songs, the orchestral remixes of the songs, are remakes are awesome. Oh, cool! Like, it's very in depth music. So I'm 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 excited to play the game because, like I said, you can dash as Juiced. 
And then also, it's not going to be card or soul grinding because he's no, that one, on. yeah, that one's a little more straightforward. He gets magic books, and then you can combine them with the with his sub weapons, and he gets different magical abilities. And but you don't end up grinding enemies, leaving the same, leaving corridors and re-entering them just to farm. Yeah. <laughs> Are we playing anything else besides that? Yeah, Simpsons Hit and Run. Nice. Oh, oh. yeah, you, you, you relating, told me. Relating back to the uh, previous episode that you guys recorded with Simpsons. Yeah, games. that's a good one. This it's is a, the pinnacle of Simpsons games besides maybe the Simpsons, the Simpsons game. game. Yeah, it's a flip of the coin mm, yeah. with those two. Because yeah. I mean, they're very different games. Though. If you want something more platformy, uh, collectathon based than Simpsons game, but if you want something more open world and exploratory, then you want Hit and Run. There's some good collecting no. stuff there too. I will yeah, say there's with, a lot to collect in Hit and Run. You think it's wor- it's not worthy of uh, of a resurgence because people really want like a remat an HD remaster of yeah. it. It's fun, and somebody did release like a hack where he he redid all the graphics and everything. Somebody I- programmed it in Unreal Engine. Unreal. Yeah, yeah they they programmed mm. it in Unreal. They just programmed the, the the overworld a little bit in the first mission. The game is really, really fun. It's just really primitive, and it's, I believe it's unto itself, so a remake wouldn't really do it justice, because the, it's, it's, a, it's a product of its time. You would need to, yeah. I feel like you would need to update and add content. Yeah, actively, oh like man, but it would, it would be hard to update that game, because voice actors are dead or retired yeah. now, yeah. and we're just completely switched out. Yeah, too, yeah, that if they wanted to re-record, and people sound different. I wouldn't, the, yeah, the this leaves the Simpsons alone. <laughs> Stop it! Just He's already new. dead. Just make a new type of it, you know. If you're gonna do it, just make make one that's like more relevant to the current status of Simpsons or something. So uh, something that sucks. Well, season. you know, they can reference it more appropriately. And okay, we got to keep moving. Yeah. It's we're going. We're this is gonna be a real long episode. Yeah, go go. All right, yeah. Travis, what do you want? <laughs> Nothing. Nothing. I didn't play a single I mean, thing. A, I just lamented been, over oh the berserk gosh. ending, it, and that was it. Uh, it's, <laughs> Travis cried for the last four days. It's four days terrible. since since we're since recording the last episode. So not of us, not all of us have been playing stuff. Unfortunately. So so nothing, for Travis. And similar <laughs> similar for me. I've I haven't had a whole lot of time to game within the last few days. But I do when I do play. I've been playing. Um, just been playing Smash Brothers since Sora's still like since Sora's out and mm-hmm. and I want I'm on a quest to get oh. all the stickers. How and is it? He's fun. It's cool. He's fun. Um, he's it, hard to control. But. Yeah, I mean not for me because I play <laughs> Kingdom Hearts. If you play Kingdom Hearts, it, it's pretty faithful. His I, his I his double jump is one of the strangest. Uh, like it feels like There's Yoshi, but like wilder. Is yeah. it similar to the floatiness of the Kingdom Hearts game, where it's like a dude? Yeah, you can like do combos in the air, That's and then cool. Sora has like the best recovery in the game easily because okay, he can. That makes sense. He's better than Pit, Kirby, mm-hmm. uh, Jigglypuff. Sakurai released a picture of him <laughs> with Jigglypuff. I think that was to show that his recovery was similar. Like they were bonding over their recovery. I think in that picture. Yeah, <laughs> it, they're both really floaty, but Sora's really fun. Uh, I I find that I I, I still. Yeah, me too. He's very, he's very, he's a yes. final character. very good Agreed. final character. I'll play as him a little bit each he's time I turn name. it on. I don't think I'm ever gonna main him, but I'll play as him quite a bit. I'm so, I'm always gonna stick with Luigi, DK, or or Terry or Sonic. Those are like the main four that I that I switch between. I or Lucas. Or Lucas. Yeah. You forgot. Lucas. Lucas. Yeah. <laughs> Got him tattooed on your arm. I do you have Lucas tattooed on my arm. <laughs> um, 
So yeah, that's what we're all on. It's uh, we're, It's been a slow game four days for us, but, you know, at the time of this recording, Halloween's just around the corner, and we're Ooh. all getting ready for that. Um, but yeah, let's... Uh, Let's take a bite of the juicy meat and talk about the the main yeah the main topic of the day is Nintendo 64 multiplayer. Uh, I I mean it's it's one of the best uh, gaming I think times for gaming. I mm-hmm. uh, say what you want about the N64, but it's a pretty solid multiplayer experience. It offered something different than PlayStation or Sega Saturn. Mm-hmm. Um, it was just. <laughs> It was just really, uh, really cool. Uh, it was the first time you could play four players together, like yeah. without like buying a, a peripheral. Yeah, it, it was very it, like, a native four player was a really, really, really cool thing. Um, how many, how many fights between families were were just ended? After, yeah, I know. After but the release. For families that have three kids instead of just two. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, any family with. With more than two children, <laughs> just like so many, oh sure, quite the a fights bit. went down. Dude, and I mean, it tenfold. was also it was also uh, overall kind of cheaper than than buying a PlayStation and a bunch of games for mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. The Nintendo sixty four, like uh, <laughs> those games, the three D is pretty rough. I can't think of too many two D games on it besides like Mischief Makers too. No, but um, yeah, they really went all in on the 3D on that one. Yeah, I mean, so PlayStation was doing that too. True. At least in the in the West, in Japan, it's different. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I'll I'll bring up the trilogy, hey, yeah. I mean, it's too. Uh, Hold on, okay, now go. <laughs> sorry, sorry, something went wrong with the recording, so we probably missed uh, just like a couple sentences. But keep going. <laughs> oh yeah, no. I- there's so many more 2D games now than, than there was in the in the uh, N64 era. That makes sense. Back then, that was the thing. Everyone wanted the newest thing for the game as a selling point. So it was really important. It, it yeah. was really important up until probably PS4 to like really like uh, showcase those new things in your games. But now, like it. It doesn't that like that's not like the novelty to sell games now. So it's like yeah. kind of make whatever you want aesthetically, and then there's like that. It's you know, people like those old reminiscent so eight bit games. I'm gonna start with um, one game that is impactful for me and Ryan and Matt, and I know you guys probably played it too. But I want to start with talking about Bomberman '64. Oh. Yeah. which is a unique Bomberman experience. The, the multiplayer in this game is unlike any other Bomberman game because all the other Bomberman games are overhead and on the grid, mm-hmm. but this one was kind of at like an isometric view almost. Not 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 like a angular, but it was it was overhead but at an angle. And um, it, it there wasn't a grid. It was kind of one big arena and uh, you could throw the bombs in all yeah, and uh, you could pick bombs up freely and kick them freely, Whoa, and up. yeah, make them giant. Make them giant. Kick people. I liked yeah. kicking bombs into people and then picking that person up and throwing them over the edge, yeah. instantly killing them. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and throwing bombs onto their heads, and then they they have the spinning stars around their heads, and then they they'd be stunned immediately. <laughs> it has, we would play that game for hours and uh the, when you died you could turn into a ghost and possess people Hell and yeah. try to make them run into bombs ex- bomb explosions <laughs> and stuff also the customization i 
Okay. Getting it yeah, from yeah. The, unlocking the customization pieces from the one-player mode, which was awesome. Like the one-player mode. By yeah, itself. it was like a stage-based. It was kind of like a stage-based 3D uh, platformer, almost. Not platformer, I guess puzzle solver, really. Like more like Zelda, because you had because you couldn't jump. Yeah, this is uh, the first time they really broke that formula of the the grid. Of the grid, yeah. Because yeah. every, I mean, even now, Bomberman's still like it, it go. It went back to that. And never, yeah. It, there's never been another game that did that. Even Bomberman 64 2 had a different style well, of multiplayer. They had they had like an offshoot, you know, where some games were kind of like that adventure. Like, because Jetters and, like, those games the were not. Games were a bit different. Or, like, the GameCube game, or, like, those still had that, but the multiplayer went back to the grids. Now, Bomberman's changed hands among companies yes. many times. I this forget is, who owned him with the Super Nintendo, but. It's Hudson. This yeah. is, and this is the this end is of the Hudson. Hudson. Yeah, this is yeah. the end of the Hudson era. I knew oh. 64 and, I believe 64 2 is still Hudson. And now he's going. Now it's Konami, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, Konami owns him now. Because he's got a totally different personality. Bomberman's totally different now. But the 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 most current game is is uh, back to the classic roots with the grid. Dude, I always thought uh, the just the overall like stylistic design of Bomberman 64. The first one was was super cool. It's my all, favorite era, for sure. Yeah, all the bad guys look really cool. Um, they're just like Bomberman, but they wear like Power Rangers yes, style. Yes, this is the yeah. first time that they like introduced those kind of bad guys, Altair and I love and the, it. Oh, uh, well, they're all named after like constellations. Yeah, Altair and Sirius. Regulus oh, and Sirius. And, oh, I didn't even realize that. Yeah. Cyrus, as we called him. Cyrus. Sirius, yeah. <laughs> and, well, I guess he's Cyrus. Altair. Man, I don't know if it's Altair or Altair. It's all. It should be, but the Our correct pronunciation is Altair. But, uh, but, yeah, this. <laughs> I, I remember many weekends uh, where like Travis or Shay or or Alex Hove would come over and we would play. This is one of the games that we played pretty regularly. Yeah. And, Andy, did you play this game a lot? Well, it was man. We played it for. Eventually, eventually we played it, but I remember somebody had it on my street, and it was very hard, and we didn't know how to play it, so we just play oh. like Mario Party. And I mean, Mario Party is good too. Yeah. But uh, this this game, I don't know. I've always had a soft spot for Bomberman games in general. Yeah. I, I probably started with this game. I've, I I didn't yeah. really play it on Super Nintendo or anything before that, uh, but. And this it, game, the explosions are. They're yeah, like they're they're awesome. round. They're, they're not like the typical Bomberman explosions Correct. at all. They're totally different. They're just totally like a dome, embracing like that three D space. This is a Bomberman game yeah. in name, but it's a radically different direction. Like it plays nothing like classic Bomberman. It's I wish nothing. I wish in like the new Bomberman games they would include a couple like stages that allowed for that kind of gameplay. They, yeah, they need to bring that back. For Make sure. it a different mode. Yeah. yeah, just change the mode. mode something like that. Here's hoping it comes to Switch Online. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh, man, uh, anything could happen. Switch Online. Bomberman R is like the newest one. It's yeah, like a, but it's like classic Bomberman. Yeah, and then focus on multiplayer. It's got Konami characters in it. But it's mm -hmm. in a very weird... I don't know if it's ever going to come back. It's in a very weird spot in licensing hell oh. because not only is it a Konami property, but that game was made by Hudson. Mm -hmm. So, like, well, I mean, I guess weird. they could republish. I'm sure they could republish Konami all of that. Could, Konami's going to make Bomberman going forward. They would have to talk to Hudson and be like, hey, we want to release uh, a version of Bomberman. I'm sure. Wasn't Hudson, like, absorbed yeah. or something, though? Yeah. So, so they're not even a company anymore. It's in a very weird spot in licensing hell where it may never happen. 
because like Konami still owns Bomberman, so Bomberman's going to continue. But Bomberman 64 from Hudson, you know, Konami can't just release it without licensing. Oh. From Hudson. Who doesn't exist? So dumb. Bomberman 64 too had uh, the the two player adventure is also a really fun. I mean, it's not a full on multiplayer experience, but it's a cooperative experience that shouldn't be missed. It's still great for bros. Yeah, because I mean, I liked even wa just watching it, seeing what Pommy was gonna turn into next after yeah. you kind of feed him fruits or vegetables or a mix of both and get different el uh, yeah. evolutions of them. That Pokemon uh, aspect really. Uh, hooked me on it <laughs> he looks like a kirby thing yes though. he but looks he, like he definitely like a kirby well when i for, when i really got to play this game was when i got the 64 which i didn't get it till about 99 2000 with the jungle green so it was oh, at the man. end and i remember in fifth grade talking about this game with you guys i'm gonna bring in the booklet because you guys have played it a lot and then I definitely know that this game influenced my drawings when we tried to make our video game. <laughs> oh, yeah. That and, that <laughs> and Zelda grade. Ocarina yes. of Time yes. were the two <laughs> primary influences. Yeah. To the point where you just drew Gorons. Yeah, it was blatant ripoffs of Zelda 64. But, man, we were into, like, I guess this is a perfect episode to mention this is because this was, like, around the end of 64. This was, yeah, when we, when we designed our video game with all the terrible characters. Yeah. That was yeah. a freshman year. Yeah. That, that was a different thing. No, no. Uh, me and Travis, and and uh, with a little help of Andy Fuller, mm -hmm. too, were talking, and like it was fifth grade. It was in Miss Niebergie's yeah. class. We were uh, drawing in your little uh, notebook, mm -hmm. and... We were like, let's let's make a video game, and we came up with all these character concepts and levels, like ideas, and st <laughs> stolen from other. Oh, games. it was definitely blatantly stolen. De oh my god, a lot of it was Zelda and <laughs> but, absurd but names. Andy's uh, drawings were always like just like tanks and like a snail with go <laughs> a, sna a giant snail with turrets on its yes. uh, on its shell was one of his. Oh man, I still got those books. Oh man. Yeah, this, this, so uh, this game has a killer soundtrack by Yasunori Mitsuda of Chrono Trigger. Yeah, oh my god. I've always really liked this. If you it's one of those mm. like it's really good background music, but if you listen to the tracks like what's going on, it's very technical and very atmospheric, there's very a lot technical. of lot of crazy sound layering and like melodies and counter melodies and stuff going on. It it's yeah. It's insanely well composed music. You it's kind of like the Weather Channel. Oh yeah. Stuff where you it's listen to that, and it's like it. just a, it's like a dude shredding on his guitar. Some it, it doesn't have the, it doesn't have the Chrono <laughs> style to it, so you would never really know it was him unless you looked it up. Because it, it, it's very good music. It's very. But it's not like RPG music. It, but it doesn't sound inherently like Chrono. Reminds me a lot of Kirby. Yeah. <laughs> like Kirby and like sound, but it's Hudson, so that makes sense. Kind of got that influence, I'm sure. I've always been, yeah. This the soundtrack is one that is a good. It's good for drives, <laughs> and good for like if you're cleaning the house or something. I don't know. Just good to have on in the background, and it's moving. Yeah. It's, yeah. Now this here is the, these tracks here are from the first game. I, I was talking about the tracks from the second. Oh game. yeah, yeah. I don't know who who the first the person who the did the first one, one is. Akifumi Tada is yeah. the name. I don't. Probably I don't know what else months. they've done. Yeah. But the first game does have a very good soundtrack, despite being from somebody that we don't know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, let's let's uh, move it forward a little bit. Um, Travis, did you have any games from the N64 multiplayer that you wanted to highlight? What's one that uh, 
Uh, <laughs> well, there's a couple that come to mind immediately, um, but one of my favorites to play uh, with you guys. It, this wasn't like a full four-player one, but uh, <laughs> Pokemon Puzzle League. I fucking knew Puzzle it. League! I knew it. As soon as you started giggling, I knew it. <laughs> this game was amazing. It came out at the end of the 64 life, I believe. And it was, it was, from my, from my knowledge, this is the only, um, Pokemon video game that is based directly off of the anime. And specifically made for North America, yes. too. Yes, and it has music that is ripped from the Pokemon music. To be a master. Yes, to be a master, uh-huh. and, a, uh, another soundtrack, too, I think. There's a couple songs from, like, Pokemon one of the movies, World too. Yeah. And Dude, so I love all the like canned uh, catchphrases yeah. from yeah. when you're hot, you're hot. When you're hot, you're hot. <laughs> Blaine going. <laughs> That's the only one I remember. <laughs> Man, and you that clicking noise, like <laughs> you just hear the click and shuffling. <laughs> yeah. This game's intense, though. It, it's like, really it's, intense. It's, it's, the story mode is incredibly hard, and then the 3D mode is just ridiculous. Oh yeah, it's it's it, like a Tetris Attack type style game. It, the game. Tetris Attack on steroids. Oh man, yeah. The game is so tiny, except for mm-hmm. most of the space was for that opening yeah. animation. <laughs> that was that blew my mind. I was like, oh, I saw this game. I was like, I gotta have this yeah. game. I was like, whoa. It's got a yeah. It's got a unique <laughs> opening with the four kids voice yeah. actors. It was it was nuts. It was something I never saw, and it was this puzzle game. And it had this. I was never really into those puzzle games, but this game really. I mean, you can play Jesse me. and James and listen to <laughs> yeah. Team Rockets Rocket. Yeah, while you, you're you playing. Can, yeah, you can like, listen to one one verse of Team Rockets Rocket though. It's and it's like not even good MIDI versions of that. Yeah. Movie. Oh my god, the it, it's really cheap MIDI. It's really bad. Yeah. But then it gets faster whenever it's getting. Uh, Dude, I mean that tense. Dude, that really does make it feel more intense when the mm-hmm. when the, the speed of the music increases you're and you're like, oh, about shit, to die. Oh shit! Oh shit! Oh shit! Oh man, I hate that. Oh, whenever you don't realize it's happening and then when it starts. Hot, when you're hot, you're hot. 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 Koga. Oh, I can't. I I know what you're talking about, and I kind of hear in my head, but I can't hear the words they're saying. You know what I, I'm yeah. saying? Like, I just remember Ash going, "Let's go," and then Blaine going, "When you hot, you hot." There's a there's a good amount of characters you can play. As Every gym like, leader and yeah. Elite Four. Yeah, and the Elite Four, and then Ash, Brock, Misty, Tracy, Tracy Giovanni. Rick, Giov- well, he's a gym yeah. leader, so yeah. Rick, you can play as Ricky, Richie, Richie, the the other Ash, yeah, Um, Tracy, Richie, um. Who I feel else? Like there was a couple others. Was of course, Todd Team playable? No, Todd no. was not no, playable. No, Todd. No, He's Todd. Pokemon Snap. Yeah, which is also a good game, but not multiplayer, so we can't talk about it. If you bring it up, you're out of the episode. <laughs> no more? Okay, that's and, it. And really funny is, is of course, Blaine it was on the, based on the anime, so the Blaine was the really weird one with the It was wearing the, the hippie. Yeah. He was wearing the hippie wig. <laughs> Yeah, that, I thought I always thought that was like a weird direction they took him in the anime because yeah. like, he's supposed to look like a Doctor Robotnik style doctor. mad scientist. Like he like, worked with Giovanni for with Mewtwo and stuff. Like. But in the anime, they just like he took takes off the disguise and he's got a skull and he looks like just like a random deadhead that wears. <laughs> yeah, dude, they, that's like one of the best episodes of the anime though because uh, Magmar and Charizard that's fight. The, yeah, it's like the episode oh, that Charizard like actually finally listens to Ash for the first time. Yeah, but then it's not long after that before they part ways because Ash gets rid of all of his Pokemon. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He keeps Charizard he, he's for a the, while. He's the worst Pokemon master because he lets them all go. And he doesn't catch very many. 
He's, he has a terrible accuracy yeah. on the Pokemon. They I just, mean, he, they, he just befriends them. That's how he gets new Pokemon. But hey, that's more effective. They're loyal I, I for life. Get, he can call on them at any time. The world of Pokemon's pretty fucked up. Yeah, it is. They're sending they, ten-year-olds com- out to fucking cockfight. Essentially, completely normalized animal bru- <clears throat> animal brutality, and not just regular <clears throat> animal brutality, like burns and electric <clears throat> and <clears throat> spiritual possession and we stuff. We all live in a Pokemon world. All those poor Pokemon have to like live inside of a ball. For yeah. most of their life. Yeah. In this the tiny cage. It's all about friendship, but you have to be the master of the ball. And you may and you put them in situations where they're <laughs> likely to get hurt. Like Come you, on, Pikachu, you're my friend. You'll fight for your life for me. Come on. Don't you love me, Pikachu? <laughs> fight. Push yourself to the limit, Pikachu. You love me. Oh yeah. And Brock would go, Alright. Alright. All right. It, it, it always felt really bad when somebody got somebody gets a really good combo the and drops a mode, huge yeah. block on you. Mm-hmm. They drop a huge oh. block, and then they drop the metal blocks on you too, which you have to like eliminate separately from the other blocks that you get. Still, yeah, though, there's there's dropping huge combos on people, and then they somehow clear it, and it makes a super combo that drops a bigger one on top of you. Yeah, you got to be careful because once they break it, then you then it turns into like other blocks that we you can just switch around dry, while it's yeah. it freezes time. They yeah, yeah. Drive some more. Find a place <laughs> worth fighting for. No. I'm on the road. Quick side note: uh, you were talking about Akafumitada. Aka He's actually an anime composer, oh. and the only video game he did was Bomberman '64. Damn, the music! Wow. In, the music wow. in that game is so good. But his yeah. notable things are Cyborg 9 The Cyborg Soldier, Final Fantasy Ooh. Unlimited, um, Pikachu's Island. Um, it's funny. Uh, Tenchi Titan, Muyo. Yeah. Oh, he did for Tenchi Muyo. Yeah, so interesting. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Ties it back to Pokemon. Little, little side note. He did something for a Pokemon yeah. thing. <laughs> um, but in addition to... So there wasn't a, a grand scope. It was a basic puzzle versus, but it was a big impactful game that I played the shit out of. Oh, is, yeah. is it two player or four player? It was two, two player. player. Oh, it's only damn two player. it. That'd be, yeah. it'd be pretty crazy if it was but four player. But there was oh, a four man. player Pokemon game. A couple of them actually. Uh, Pokemon Stadiums. That was huge. This was the first uh, Puzzle League game in America to actually call itself Puzzle League. Yeah. It was called Tetris Attack or something like that here. Mm Yes. And for Super Nintendo, it was it's a puzzle game. Just call call Tetris. Uh There was a lot of that weird like rebranding of the the puzzle games. Uh, Yeah, Puyo Puyo was reskinned to either Kirby or Doctor Robotnik. Doctor Robotnik. Mean, I did. I played the shit out of that one. If only only it was on Nintendo sixty (laughs) four. This game is definitely a relic of its time too, because all the voice actors have moved on, so there's no way. Even if they made another Pokemon puzzle league, contractually they had to. Yeah, it'll yeah. Ma- if they if they remade the game, they would they would have to use the, different voices. Yeah, the no Pokemon more, Company no ones. More yeah. Eric Stewart as Brock, you know, yeah. Kaiba also. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, that, I mean, the entirety of the Pokemon anime was done by like four voice actors, though. Yeah. One for Meowth, and then one woman played every girl. She played Misty and Jesse, and pretty much every girl <laughs> that came in. Well, Meowth was also uh, Professor Oak, right? Huh? Wasn't the person who played Meowth Professor Oak as well? I I don't know. Don't. Know. I can't remember. There was, some, there was a girl who played Ash, and then the guy who played Brock played every other guy. <laughs> he also played James and Lieutenant Surge and <laughs> pretty much right. every Misty played Jesse and James, essentially. Yeah, Dan Green was in it a little bit, but 
It was before Yu-Gi-Oh, so <laughs> Dan mm. Green is Yugi. I'm Dan Green. Dan Green. <laughs> he's Yami He's he's young Yugi too. Young Laying down the facts. <laughs> anime facts. Anime facts. Anime facts. We're the anime buds now. Yeah, not in America. Not there in the could have been a Japanese Yu-Gi-Oh game in, for N64. Matt not is there. Player. Matt, is there a game that you want to highlight? Um, one that I talked about with you previously was I was going to bring up Mario Tennis. That was an Ooh. Like, the birth oh. of Waluigi. Yes. Camelot made Waluigi, and that's why Nintendo's never quite treated him like the Mario fan. Like I know he can, he, can, he can go to parties with them and he can mm-hmm. play sports with them, but if he wants his own thing, no, they put him oh, back in the man. basement. It it's very touch. Official family pictures yeah. and everything. Yeah. He's, like, uh, he's not invited. He's not one of the rich ones. <laughs> yeah, he's, um, the, he's, the, he's the redheaded stepchild. What, what's his What's his actual relation to? There's no relation to Wario at all. He's just a guy no. who showed up. He's just a guy who showed up and doesn't like Luigi, and Wario questionably likes him. So he Wa- Wa- Waluigi doesn't have any blood between Luigi. No, he he's just his own weirdo guy. He just I mean, showed up. He's Imagine evil Luigi. The yeah. His name was a pun on evil Luigi in Japanese. Yeah, the Damn. the the prefix wa w a is uh it means bad. That's why Mo- Wario, Mario, Wario. Yeah, okay. Wario's partner in Mario Tennis was originally, before Waluigi was uh, created, it was supposed to be an evil peach with a, oh. with a, with a Wario nose and mustache. That's peach. really funny. Wa- yeah, peach. she was just going to be called Wa Peach. Oh, that would have been that's way real, better. That's a real thing. That, that, that would have been they, way They cooler. said they drew it and they were like, this isn't going to work. This looks, <laughs> and, this looks too disturbing. <laughs> it's like Mama Robotnik. <laughs> Yeah, Wario's uh, yeah. Peach in his games is named Captain Syrup, and she she she's she kind of looks like a dark peach, like a like a rebellious peach. Almost. She's a pirate. Yeah, she's, she's a she's mm, a pirate, and, and she's a okay. very I would I would say I was gonna say obs- obscure character, but she's she, she's one that's waiting to be brought into the fold. Yeah, Mario fan. Well, she was a Mario Land, right? Breakout, like Pauline, the like next Pauline. Pauline. Yeah. Yeah. Essentially, hopefully Captain Syrup has brought into the Mario family fold maybe the next Mario Golf or tennis game. Because the Mario Golf and tennis games historically bring in people like Mario Tennis that I just brought up. It brought back uh, Daisy and DK Jr. They were not previously in games before. Mario Tennis was one of the games for N64 that, like Pokemon Stadium, had that Game Boy Advance integration. Yeah, because you get, mm. you get those... The, the that, ma- no, that was Mario Golf. No, Mario, Mario Tennis. Mario Golf and Tennis. Tennis did. does. Because remember, there was that male and female character you could get. And they, mm. the ones we got from Blockbuster, yeah. they had like really, really rude names or something like that. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Uh-huh. Yeah, they were like... Yeah, like... NSFW. Very NSFW cuss words. That was the name of the... Their names are Pussy and Dick. Oh! It was... Camelot was actively trying to make up Mario characters, though, like Plum. They made up Plum specifically to try to bring her kind of into the Mario fold in Mario Golf. I thought that, like, Plum and the other guy and stuff, they were, like, Hot Shots Golf characters. That is the company that, or Hot Shots Golf is, is done by them. They've even got one for Switch now that's not Hot Shots Golf, but it, I think it's called Everybody Golf. 
Everybody golf. Everybody golf now. So the first Mario Tennis was all, was also cool because it, it they had Donkey Kong Jr. It was like uh, one of oh, the very yeah. few appearances of Donkey of Kong Jr. He was Donkey Kong's partner instead of Diddy. If he was Donkey Kong Jr. was broken because he had the longest mm. reach and he was the strongest. Uh, I remember when, when we unlocked him, he could just reach halfway across the court and just hit it as hard as possible. I was just happy you could play as Boo. Mm-hmm. You could play as a shy guy. Shy you could play. Could you play as a lack? Yeah, no, yeah. Lack- Lakitu wasn't in Not that Lakitu, one. Not uh, Lakitu. Could you play as a winged a paratrooper? There was a Koopa and paratrooper. Yeah. Yep. Which was it blew my my mind. This game was amazing. This game looked good. It looked really good. Like the courts looked good. The characters models looked really good. I waited at Blockbuster and I called them every day and was like, "Do you have this yet? Do you have this yet?" I was the first person. They were still taking it out of the shrink wrap when I got there and rented also, this game. First major playable appearance of Virgo. Yeah, yeah. Well, was this before golf or was golf before this? Golf was before this, but, but I don't think Birdo was in there. This was at the end of the life of the 64 because I had a 64 when this came out. This was, yeah, this was towards the end. Like 99. The music in this is basically Golden Sun music. Whenever you listen to it. Yeah. Like, it, like it's, it's, it's uh, Matoy Sakuraba mm-hmm. who does it. Like, it's, it's, like, just pull up any random track and it sounds like a Golden Sun RPG like battle or boss hmm. battle like it's like it's very high powered um it's almost an arcade game it's like the music would be mario music meets golden sun with that like old capcom arcade awesomeness like energy definitely it was very arcadey i, I would have thought i i didn't give a shit about sports games but mario tennis like mm-hmm. it, oh yeah it controlled very well too like yeah. I don't know. It I mean, just it's just—it's just easy enough to get into. Mm-hmm. It, it, uh, there's no like real barrier of uh, entry for it. Okay, so the That's... characters in it are Mario, Luigi, Peach, mm-hmm. Daisy. So this was one of the. Daisy's this is Tate Daisy's return. Yeah. yeah. Toad, Waluigi, uh, Shy Guy, Wario, ba- uh, Bowser, DK, Donkey Kong Jr., Yoshi, Birdo, Baby Mario. Para- oh, yeah. Paratroopa, Boo, and then the 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 original characters: Alex, Nina, Harry, and Kate. Mm. Harry's like a big buff guy. We did not have Harry and Kate on ours. We mm. just got Alex and Nina with really really crude <laughs> names. One of the few games that worked with the Game Boy transfer pack. Yep, the transfer pack and that and uh, and sixty uh, the uh, Pokemon, Pokemon Stadium, Pokemon Stadium. <laughs> We're going to use this for all kinds of games. Nope. Pokemon, Mario, Just Golf, three. Mario Tennis, and that's it. <laughs> Pokemon and two Mario sports games. No other compatibility. Four games. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's the Nintendo peripherals. Oh, man. Yeah, that's classic story. That's like the like Wii Nintendo microphone. We're going to have so many options for it's, things we'll add later. This will connect for every game. It connects to the one gimmick game and then the others that they legally, <laughs> since they have to make it more than one, legally, they have to do another so they do another. <laughs> yeah, it was Mario Shit, Tennis. did Pokemon. All right, Mario Golf, Mario Tennis. <laughs> Mar- Mario Tennis. Mario Tennis had a lot more Mario characters than... Uh, than Mario Golf. Yeah, I think that's Mar- what blew my mind. Mario Golf. Okay, so the characters in that, the Mario characters are Peach, Baby Mario, 
Luigi, Yoshi, Wario, Mario, Donkey Kong, Bowser, and Metal Mario. But then there's these other characters, Plum, Charlie, Sonny, who like, has like a Bing Crosby type of look to him. Uh, Harry, who just looks like some guy, and Maple. And, uh, yeah, they all just look like some guy or some chick. That's, like, <laughs> no- nothing memorable about these designs whatsoever. I always go back to Plum because she had a trophy in Smash Bros. Melee. She does, yeah. Mm-hmm. She was acknowledged, and she was made by Camelot. <laughs> it's weird for Nintendo to acknowledge any they're like Peach, characters. Plum. That one's pretty good. All right, we'll give you that. Yeah, good, good, good choice. Okay, on the name. And then there's uh, <laughs> there's the the four transfer pack uh, characters are Kid, who's just some kid, Joe, who's uh pretty. He's <laughs> a he's a dude with a sh- he's got a ponytail, slick back hair with a ponytail, and he's like real fabulous. Um, <laughs> Sherry, she's just like a like a. Princess Daisy, if she were like a normal person, and Azalea, who let me see what she looks like. It's just another Princess Daisy look-alike. <laughs> she also has a flower name like Daisy. Oh yeah, yeah, clever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's kind of like grabbed a theme and went with it there, just like. What, <laughs> what are what are the uh, Nintendo characters named after? Princess Peach, Whatever. Peach, Plum, Maple. What are some other things? I mean, Mario. What's another fruit? Maple. The, All right, whatever. <laughs> fuck it. <You> <laughs> syrup is sweet. Uh, but there's like Mario. He's not like named after food. Oh yeah, like sweet. You've never eaten a he's Mario before. He I think he's like dude. named <laughs> after the, la- the landlord have- of the mm-hmm. of Nintendo of America. Or yeah. something. No, no, that's Kirby. Yeah, he's needed for somebody though. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think the truth of it is is that it's they decided he was Italian and Mario was a good Italian name. <laughs> they just yeah, they didn't want to. And then they chose Luigi because it's also a good Italian name <laughs> and it's also a play on a Japanese word, Ruigi, which is the Japanese word for like similar or or, or like copy. Oh. So it's like it's it's a, it's a good pun. The Japanese love their puns. Mm-hmm. Their wordplay. <laughs> Did you guys play the new uh, Mario Golf? I haven't played no. the new Mario Golf. I've played Mario Tennis Aces, but Mario Golf uh, Rush Super or whatever, Rush. Super Rush is supposed to be pretty fun. Yeah. I heard it was uh, empty feeling. Oh. There's something lacking. Dude, with the it. sports games that have been coming out, they've they've been lacking in content hard. Like they're just something Mario missing. Ten- Mario Tennis Aces was a step up. From oh my god, the Mario Tennis on Wii U, which had nothing. It had like a couple modes, and that's it. Dang. It was it was super bare bones and criticized for not having like any content, no unlockable characters, nothing. Yeah, these games peaked definitely in the GameCube era. The tennis and golf, Toadstool Tour, and uh, I believe it was Power Tennis. Mario Power Tennis. Those were the two best by far of the series. But on N64, they were very competent, and they also offered four-player multiplayer, which yeah, golf was a blast. I already have one. Whereas the later games deviated, and then everybody hated them because they they detracted features, and then they deviated from the love formula. Yeah, I mean, it's all about like it's not about 
all the different like multiplayer modes. You all you all you really need is just the the basic multiplayer mode, but you have to have well designed courses, yeah. good, a good character roster, and solid mechanics, and just have a lot of all of that, and, and it'll yeah. be fine. Mechanics are so crucial. Yeah. But, makes, oh, in a sports game, yeah, 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 Aces, that's gonna be fun. Uh, yeah, exactly. Ugh. Yeah, it oh, had yeah. Took months for them to add, actually, like a classic. Games, and then that made everybody happy when they finally did it. But it took if, if you got it at launch, it took you you got like a bare bones game with like half the characters that it ended with, and then it had a slightly different physics system because the power shots were had to be totally redone because some of them were really unbalanced. So if you played Aces at launch, you had I remember kind of you you got games. it pretty early on, and I remember we played the multiplayer and we didn't like it Very that much. Bare bones. <laughs> But I would I would be down to, to try it. I haven't played it since they've updated it, and it's got a lot of it, it's got DLC characters. It's got a decent amount of them. Hmm. Yeah, and DLC courses and stuff. And Mario Golf is gonna be adding that stuff too. Okay. They 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 said they have like a two year plan or something with Mario Golf. So it's probably best to wait till almost oh my the end god. Of that two years, mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Before you get it, because with, why as, spend the money when you got a huge backlog? As it is with like most yeah. DLC. Right, yeah. just most video games in general. Just wait till the special edition comes out and get that. Yeah, most like, games nowadays. I mean, even games like Death Stranding. Death Stranding got a director's, yeah. a definitive director's cut with a ton more content. Yeah, like, kind of pissed about that. that I didn't think I'd be waiting for the best version of a Nintendo game. I thought that yeah. I'd be able to buy it out of the box with Nintendo. Some new strategy. Kind of shocking that t- Nintendo's now adopting. I know, Mario but Kart, not that surprising. Mario really. Kart 8 Deluxe was like a slap in the face. To everybody who like played <laughs> Mario Kart 8 and got all the Bought DLC, all the DLC, because then they're like, "Here's the better, here's Mario uh, Kart 8 Deluxe, and it's got newer, better physics, and then a couple more characters, and more, and yeah, new battle mode, yeah, a good, a good battle mode." Yeah, and guess what? Its lifespan just got extended with the OLED switch because now all the new, all people oh who my buy, God. They, they keep selling copies because people who get the switch for the first time keep buying it, so there's no incentive for them to make Mario. Kart Mario Kart 8 now. is uh, the top selling game it's for the platform and has been basically since it's since came launch. Out. Everyone yeah. who gets a Switch wants a Mario Kart game and since they've never made a Mario Kart 9, they're going to get Mario Kart yeah. 8. So <laughs> every new Switch owner buys it so it keeps selling. It keeps mm-hmm. selling forever. Yeah. I hope with they good, just add more to it. For good yeah. reason. I wouldn't like, be... Yeah. It's fucking they're, awesome. It's still they, awesome. Uh, they should give us more tracks and characters. If yeah. they're not going to make a sequel, just Even make they, more tracks and characters we'll for buy it. Yeah. This we'll is buy why it. they don't need to do Mario Odyssey 2, because, I mean, I want it really bad, but Nintendo's... They're trying to milk this, these games for a decade. They're, yeah. It's like they're trying to make these games last a decade. They already are with their old games. They keep like, releasing them over and over again. Uh, every company's yeah. releasing their old games. Well, true. Yeah. But Nintendo's pretty bad about it. If somebody who doesn't own a Switch gets one, they want to play Mario Kart 8, Breath of the Wild, Mario Odyssey. There's like a bunch of games on the list that they want to play, and they're never going to make sequels to those games as long as they know uh, uh, until, Switch owners yeah. are going to keep playing. Until the next Switch comes out. Yeah. Breath of the Wild 2. That's yeah. coming out. Yeah. Breath of the Wild 2 is going to have to look how long that I mean, Splatoon, <laughs> Splatoon 3 is coming Still out. Still not here, guys. Look how long 
Yeah. Yeah, but it, it's coming, and Splatoon 3 is coming as well, and Splatoon 2 was a Switch. That's what. Yeah. It was announced uh, in 20, 2017 was the official announcement of them changing it to Retro Studios. <laughs> yeah. Or maybe it was maybe it was 2018 when that happened. It was, they Either fired way. everyone. As long and as it's good. Started all over. That was great news for well, Metroid fans. <laughs> it did well for Final Fantasy VII remake. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it only took forever. True. Mm-hmm. Final I mean, fifteen. God whatever. Damn. There's so. Oof, at man. this point, I don't care because there's so many other games yeah. coming out. And if you want, you know what? If you want to pick a series that puts out sequels like crazy, play Yakuza. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yakuza will put out a new game in the series, yeah. guaranteed. And then they'll put out another one. Yeah, I just I just played through uh, Yakuza sixty four. Yakuza yeah. 64. <laughs> Before it ever came out. It's reeling it back Dude, in. Dude, that'd be great, because, I mean, Yakuza's PS2 era, but mm-hmm. <laughs> Yakuza 64 would be funny. Um, <laughs> let's go ahead. We're, we're a little over an hour in. We're about an hour and five in. Uh, let's let's do our smoke break, and we can uh, come back, and then we'll pick up with Andy and, and the Rhino with a game that they want to highlight. So, yeah, pack your bowls and uh, go piss and do whatever you need to do. <laughs> We'll be back in a few minutes. We'll, we'll be, be back. Go ahead. We'll be ba- I just I was just saying something. But... We'll be right back. Is that what you're gonna say? Uh, no. We'll but... be back after these messages. Game buds will be back after these messages. Find out.
All right, welcome back. Woo. Welcome back to Game Buds. Welcome back to Game And now back to Game Buds. In 64 episode, we're just going to talk like Banjo Kazooie yeah. characters for the rest of the time. <laughs> That was Travis, Travis's COVID cough. Not, not, that was not, my weed yeah. smoking cough. That's my normal speak. <laughs> Excuse me. That almost sounded like a Seth Rogen. <laughs> um, Seth Rogen, if you're listening. Yeah, which we know you are. <laughs> um, okay, so but we're, we're back from our smoke break, and we're still smoking, and we hope you are too while you're listening to this, because... Smoking is great. Why don't you take take a little yeah, hit? Just, take a little just hit. Spike it up. Yeah, just like that. Yeah, just, just like that. Just, just light it up. Put your mouth. Oh, you put some. You put some keef in that. Oh wow, that looks like a, that's a good bowl, man. Yeah, very nice. Keefer like the, Sutherland. Keefer Sutherland. Looks like some dank oh. ass shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I wish I wish I had some of that, but the stuff I got is pretty good. So. <laughs> Uh, we're still talking about Nintendo 64 multiplayer, you know, you know, you know, you know, so, but last, last we left off was with Matt, so let's, uh, move forward, and, uh, Andy, did you have, a, a game that you wanted to highlight, or maybe, you know, oh, an experience man. or memory? There's so many. Y'all have been throwing all these curveballs. Coit balls. You know, all these, you haven't said any of the obvious. So I'm just gonna keep that going and go with some <laughs> some sports games. Oh, okay. About, okay. Um, well, this one's okay. I got two two good ones. One uh, more arcadey fun. Uh, Snowboard Kids. Oh, oh yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Yeah, I remember that so hard. Snowboard Kids. Yeah, the the main character innocent. was named Slash. I'm honestly surprised. I that's a game that I thought not very many people had played. You know, like it's one game that surprises me when people do have played it. It's yeah. so fun though. Yeah, we played the shit out of the game. I'm surprised you brought it up. Honestly, I know. Yeah, well, y'all were you brought up Puzzle Lee. Pokemon T King brought up Pokemon Puzzle Lee. <laughs> I mean, you brought up Bomberman Man 64. Yeah. That's that's that's, that's pretty, pretty 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 mainstream. Yeah, pretty, but it's Puzzle League. That's, that's that's going nobody deep. played that game. And Mario me. Tennis, like you, you people you, play you, Mario. I bet you more people played Mario Tennis than Bomberman. Yeah, it's Mario. Yes. or Snowboard yeah. Kids. Well, Mario definitely, definitely more than Snowboard Kids. Well, yeah. Snowboard Kids was on the back of the box. No, it, it, uh, Snowboard Kids is an Atlas game. Okay, oh, okay. Developed by Rackdime, R A C D Y M. Developed by Rackdime. And what else have they done? I don't know. I've never heard of them. <laughs> Despite playing one and game. done. Oh. There was also Snowboard Kids 2, which yes. was pretty Which was fun. even better. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. Yes. But I remember in the first one, the unlockable secret character was Damien. He was like a devil. He was That's a demon. That's the second oh, one. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, was the first, and the first one was Shinobu. Shinobu it was yes. Shinobu. You guys are right. Oh, Damien okay. was in the second one, plus the uh, you can unlock the big dog shopkeeper. Yeah, the dog the <laughs> shopkeeper. Yes. Who had like the best stats. This game was... was awesome. 
this game was fun because you uh, you did it in laps. It was like a downhill slope, but then you'd have to go back to the top and do it again. Yeah. You had to like, ra- the, whenever you get to the end of a course, if there's a bunch of people there and you're all trying to like slam in past the uh, turnstile, it got pretty <laughs> fun there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But it's like, yeah, it's like Mario Kart on, on a snowboard. Cause yeah. You get those power-ups, there's like speed-ups and missiles and stuff. Exactly. I loved all the, the uh, power-ups that you would get. It, I remember we we played 1080p, and it it was just hard and like yeah that one was kind of like trying to cash cut. in on the uh, the Tony Hawk craze with like being yeah. able to do cool tricks and be more mm-hmm. realistic. Well, yeah. Tony Hawk's not that realistic, but you yeah. know go with that for for that aesthetic and have licensed music and shit. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And to play, it was just not fun, but. Snowboard kids. Was it's our like, it's arcadey and yeah. the controls mm-hmm. are simple and yeah. I absolutely loved like when you did tricks that you got like little stars that came out and you're like like the way that the stats look like the a- the aesthetic with the like HUD and the UI and everything was like cute. Yeah. Yeah. They had huge yeah. noses. The design is yes. so weird. Oh, they all yeah. have like really big noses. Yeah. Weird faces. Very. These are some fucked up looking kids. All the sound effects are happy. Everybody's, <laughs> everybody's super happy. It's almost Hello It's a very. Yeah. It's a very N64 like personality game. It, it, it really embodies oh, the yeah. spirit of that N64 yeah. multiplayer. Yeah. Um, I'm glad you brought it up. I haven't, I haven't, <laughs> I, I haven't even thought about this game in a while. It has pretty yeah. decent music. Um, it's composed by Tomohiko Sato and Isao Kasai. I don't know what else they've done, but I'll look it up. Time to look it up. Ooh, look <laughs> it, it sounds up. almost like Kirby Superstar. Yeah. Oh man, this is hot track. Oh yeah! It almost sounds like Kirby Superstar. It's like Chicago House. That, that's Juni Shikawa. Nice. Juni Shikawa's done all the Kirby games, basically. Man, yeah. What th- this is? They should make some some new snowboard kids. <laughs> I liked. I feel like um, like 1080p. That game tried to do like simulation. You know in the vein of Tony Hawk, but Tony Hawk was arcadey, you know, in its in its button layout and mechanics and stuff. It's uh, the 1080 sucked. But then Snowboard Kids had like simple mechanics where you could pull off cool little tricks and race and have fun. You could do four players. And that was just a good old time. And then later when uh, SSX Tricky came <laughs> out on the SSX Tricky was a good Game like Cube. middle ground between snowboard kids yeah. and because it was pretty arcadey and goofy, mm-hmm. but it it didn't have like like Mario Kart style yeah. power ups. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It had, but it had good mechanics where Snowboard Kids was pretty solid. I like That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Snowboard it was kids. very. It felt very fast, even though like N64 games were always at like 20 frames per second. Yeah, it still felt pretty fast. Yeah, yeah. The way that it's uh, the the visuals with the with like when you're flying down a hill with the trees and stuff. The items in this were also devastating. Like the the frying pan that hits every other racer and just flattens them. <laughs> oh yeah. And uh, it flattens everybody, makes it really hard to control, and slows them down, but it hits everyone. 
and people would just constantly get it. Like I remember just getting barraged <laughs> by front, like falling pans or having like the uh, having the fans. A lot of rubber banding in it. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 I mean, it it felt. I don't know. It never felt like too bad though. It felt satisfying to me. The gameplay. It didn't feel like it was like janky or anything like what was yeah. built into the game was actually pretty solid as, as far as i can remember maybe going back and i don't yeah. know how well it's aged yeah yeah i have not played it since i was a kid <laughs> but we played the fuck out of it i would bet a third installment would do very well with switch in today's current market oh yeah i mean they had one for ds but they completely changed it oh like, all the same yeah they, it's they all the same that they look more anime and yeah like traditional anime Instead of weird, like, giant nose characters. <laughs> Dude, yeah. The, <laughs> they're weird looking. They are, they are weir- they're really weird looking. They're cute in a weird, like, kind of garbage pail kid way. Yeah. <laughs> what about, uh, okay, my other sports game. Classic uh, NFL Blitz. Oh, I played okay. the shit out of NFL yeah. Blitz. Oh, man. That was that was one that I played a lot, but I only played with like certain people. I didn't play with like Ryan and Matt. I didn't play with you oh, guys yeah. too much, but like Chad, our, Chad or our cousin or fucking just somebody who had it. I yeah. like I had friends who had it, and I always, I've always really liked that game. Like it's yeah, it's super fun. The perfect kind of football game because like re- like those hardcore football games like Madden and stuff. Oh, it's like, so boring. They're well, you have to understand. How yeah. football works, you know, on a different level than like, yeah. you know, because in 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 NFL Blitz, it's just like throw the ball and run for the goal. It's not <laughs> like these like super complex plays. Yeah, it's like it shows you little arrows where everybody's gonna run, mm-hmm. and you have like a choice of. And then they and then you can like tackle people really hard in that game. <laughs> yeah, and that, yeah, it was like there was like Mortal Kombat style, uh, like. Yeah, because it was made by Midway. It had like a Mortal yeah. Kombat type thing oh, yeah. going on. I think there was like a way to fatality people. <laughs> yeah, you, yeah, you could do some crazy, like body moves. slam people. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> again, it, again, that one had simple arcadey mechanics, but it made the sports <laughs> fun for a kid that doesn't like or care about sports. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> for like sure. Golf, Mario Golf was so good at that. Where it just like simplifies it in a way where it's strategic and challenging man we had so much fun with blitz like doing four players two on twos uh man lots of fights with me and my brother (laughs) (laughs) just what a what a time to be alive just being that age and have Putting you in a competitive scenario, like lots of brothers fought. Luckily, oh, Matt yeah. Ryan and I never really, we never really fought like that. <laughs> like sometimes we, we get pretty upset about a certain loss. Every now and then, a blow might have been exchanged, but it was never like a full-on fight. It never continued on yeah, yeah. It, it usually meant once somebody was leaving the room and crying alone crying for a little alone. bit. Yeah, just crying about it. <laughs> yeah, that's that's what it was like we, with us. Too. Uh, we, I <laughs> yeah, mostly just like throwing a controller and walking off, like leaving the room. Yeah, you know? I take that over a brawl any day, though. Yeah. Oh yeah, no. When I say fight, you know, it's just yeah. more of like. <laughs> sometimes I guess we would like punch each other. <laughs> we would end up like, you know, 
some stupid. light fists, and then we'd wa- shut it off and go to our separate rooms <laughs> until dinner. Because we want, we didn't want to break them. Yeah, I would grab a controller, lift it up, and then I'd think. No. <laughs> no, it's not. It's not it's worth like, it. It's not it's worth not, it. You're not worth it. <laughs> it's like, I want you to be alive. I need you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because if we broke the controller, then we couldn't even play video games when we were mad. Like, or if you threw it, no. you threw it at a bed or at a pillow. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We always were playing on beanbags, so uh, we'd always throw into the beanbag. It was always you know, controlled throws. Controlled rage. Yeah. Sure, if you broke it, you yeah. have to use it forever yeah. then. Yeah, because you weren't going to get a new one. Especially no. if you broke no. your own controller. Our parents wouldn't have... Our, our no dad way. would have laughed at the idea of buying us a new controller <laughs> if we broke one, it. Because we broke one. Yeah, especially if it was our fault we broke it because we were mad. <laughs> also, We'd have to wait till Christmas to maybe get one. And also, uh, the third player was uh, was never name-brand controller. It was always like off like the big green controller we had. Oh, no. The or big, a Mad Cat's controller. I... I I have a. I like those big fat ones because the thumbsticks on them are better. They're yeah, sturdy. That's they, true. The, the thumbstick felt very nice on that it's one. A, comparatively, I just like the weird wing nub things. I like the, the ergonomic. Ergon- ergonomically speaking, it was a, it was worse because it was. I had little hands, and it's mm-hmm. a fat controller. Yeah. And I I wouldn't know. It fucking sold out in ten minutes. Yeah. So you have, we have to wait what? for the next wave. Yeah, you can't you can't buy the N64. Oh, I'm sure someone's wow. gonna make one. Now. Well, I mean they're getting scalped already for way too much. I'm sure I'm sure you can, like soon after like 8-bit is gonna make one or something. So they won't be that hard to come across. Yeah, like, you it, find an off-brand one that's close. Well, eventually they'll come they'll come back out. You know, just this initial wave got bought up. <laughs> Songs bringing back memories. Kind of that SimCity like trumpet. Got this solid. Is from got a solid sound. Blitz. Snowboard kids. NFL Blitz. <laughs> yeah, this yeah, is the, the NFL, NFL Blitz. The NFL Blitz, Blitz soundtrack. <laughs> Be a totally different yeah. game. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't think it had too, too terribly much music. I think when it's you're playing the like game, it's just a guitar going. Like over and over. And then every now and then, hey! Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Some sort of jock jam. <laughs> a meaty trumpet, uh, a meaty trumpet version. There were two NFL Blitz games. <laughs> I think I one for the, the Sunday night football theme. <laughs> <laughs> This is the halftime. Oh, this is sick, actually. It's like, it's, it's like classic, like, 90s, like... It sounds like a... Yeah. Pop, 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 or it sounds like a Capcom vs. SNK music. That's what I was thinking, yeah. Very, uh... <laughs> fighting game. Oh, yeah. This is from like NFL Blitz yeah. 2000. This is from Blitz 2000, the second one. Yeah. Everybody get up. We're gonna to slam, slam now. now. <laughs> Got an NFL blitz. Blitz, blitz, blitz. Sick. Yeah, that's 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 they a hot. Just make beat. a new Space Jam, but it's just uh, fucking Tom Brady and Bugs Bunny playing football. Dude, people are very uh. upset about the LeBron James Space Jam. It, it's being like this is 
oh, people are so saying bad. like this it's is like bad. the future of movies where it's like the, the shameless cross advertising and no like no substance like yeah this is basically all it is is just a big HBO uh, HBO Max commercial that's yeah. all it, yeah. is. <laughs> it is they have like Game of Thrones characters in the background and Harry Potter like it's all the WBIP also the Clockwork Orange gang which is a weird what? choice to put in a kids movie yeah they're in the that's... background yeah really? they're in the background there's a ton of like Warner Brothers IPs just kind of duct taped into it. Scorpion? I don't know. I don't, I don't know, know if I Mortal Kombat's in it. Uh, it's mostly Warner Car- Brothers NetherRealm is making that Warner Brothers crossover Smash Bros. Yeah, I've heard of that rumor. Yeah. That rumor's been confirmed. Uh, with uh, Shaggy what? and. Were you uh, Batman the, and. Now that Smash Bros. has ended, everyone's going to race for the throne. I oh, mean, they, they're all going to be Look near at peasants Bros. compared Smash to Smash Bros. Brothers. Nickelodeon All-Stars or whatever came out yeah, when they heard. revealed the last character for Smash. They're ready. <laughs> Have you guys tried the Nickelodeon one? No. Not personally. I've heard, uh, I've it's, heard, I've heard it's fun, but just like rough around the edges. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, that's what I'm hearing about it. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's what I heard too. Yeah, yeah, Nick Tim's All Star Brawl sounds pretty good, but it's a little rough around the edges. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> got, got no voice actors. <laughs> yeah, ain't got no voice actors. No, 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 nope, no nope, alternate. Nope, nope. Co- you know, don't even have no alternate costumes. No, no <laughs> alternate costumes. No, 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 not, not even a palette swap. Ooh, it's think? only got like twelve songs in it. Uh, and they're even, not even that good. What kind they're of Smash Bros. Yet. copy is this? Yeah. It's well I was compared like, to like well over a <laughs> like over a thousand. To be songs. fair, this this game is made by a studio called Game Mill Studios, and they don't uh, have uh, uh, they don't quite like have the budget company. Nintendo has. Game Mill. They're making some cereal. <laughs> yeah, it's game 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 mill games. Sounds like they're just all like fucking tricks rabbit versus you know, the Cocoa su- Puffs bird. Yes. I'm surprised that more like food brands haven't tried to enter the market. I know Burger King had a, a brief <laughs> mm-hmm. foray into the video game market with his Xbox 360. Yeah. Sneaking oh, is still yeah. like a coveted Xbox 360 Those are collectible. Interesting. They were oh, an man. Xbox Xbox 360 hybrid Sneaking games. Is coveted. What a Unless I lost it while I was moving, but I didn't But yeah, you don't see like Sunny, the Cocoa Puffs bird in a video game. Yeah. I feel like I, I'm, yeah. I'm just surprised that those characters haven't even been licensed out. You know, <laughs> it's not like General Mills has to open a studio to make games, and but they, that would be funny. Let's get a Streets of Rage cereal brawler. Frankenberry. Count Chocula, you got yeah, a, a, a serial platform fighter. Yeah, with a, yeah, yeah. You're going Dude, around. You could, I mean, up. you could put Fred and Barney in it because they're yeah. yeah, technically they're Barney. Serial oh, Barney. 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 There's a Kickstarter for a serial fighters game. That would be awesome. Yeah, That's ridiculous. Have Lucky from Lucky oh, Charms yeah. fight uh, Tony the Tiger. The uh, ooh, a secret ooh, character Tony. would be the uh, burglar from Cookie Crisp. You know back. From oh, from, yeah, it's a wolf now. It's just a yeah. wolf in a sweater now. It used to be a dog before that. A dog and a, and a cop. Mm-hmm. A dog and a cop, but then there was a cop and a crook before that. Yeah, there was just a crook. And, yeah, all the, un, <laughs> all the underrated cereal mascots, like the chef from Cinnamon Snap Toast Crack Crunch. Snap, Crackle, and Pop. 
Uh, <laughs> it's the nice. taste you can see. I recently got a charms box that on the back it it details how, that each charm get like how it gives it like, like Lucky his powers like in a Marvel or DC superhero esque way. Oh geez. Each charm gives him a different ability. Wow. <laughs> they, uh, the shooting star gives him flight. <laughs> All right, let, let's move forward. Um, <laughs> I would love to talk about this, though. Um, <laughs> Ryan, did you have any? Did you have a game that you wanted to highlight? Um, well, I mean, I got two in mind. Uh, the first one, a little more obvious, uh, Diddy Kong Racing. Ooh, yeah. That was we first. have talked about this in, in briefly for the, in the Donkey Kong episode. Yes, yes. But yes, that was like. Did. 12 episodes ago. Yeah. yeah. But, I mean, that was the first four-player game we ever played. Yeah. So, yeah. Although, it did have that weird... <laughs> you done? <laughs> uh, <laughs> it had that weird, uh, like, when you played three players, there was no music. It was some weird some glitches reason, in this game. It, well, I don't think it was a glitch. I think it was a limit. I think it was just oh, a hardware limitation. Right. When you had three players, there was just no music because N64 couldn't handle it. You have huh. to choose. Yeah. What if what if you were four, four players? players? Yeah. Four players was the same. No, no, okay. Yeah, if you had more plus. than two players. Really? Yeah. yeah. I don't remember that. Mario Kart was like that too. It uh, just got rid of the music and you just raised. It just cut. Huh. Yeah. You just huh. raised. Yeah, it keeps the sound. It keeps the worst of the two. Yeah. Yeah. These TT races were so fucking oh. hard. Oh, dude. Unlocking TT oh was like God. the uh, like the uh, grand achievement of that game. There's so many like uh, secrets and that game. It was a. It, not many races are like that because you had to collect all the like silver coins. So there was yeah. like in silver that, coin challenges. That, oh, there's that yeah. one that one hovercraft stage it's like at the castle where you have to like go backwards up a ramp and it's like up in a secret little nook yeah and uh, yeah you have to ring the bell get on the bridge while it's going up and then boost to the top and grab a coin and, and then, then you have to back. finish in first <laughs> you have to finish in first dude those are crazy hard oh my god and then you have to do it in mirror mode too oh man yeah i i can I don't know if I 100% of this game, but I got pretty close. We definitely did. It was definitely, it was hard, but it wasn't like so hard that it was impossible, yeah. which I enjoyed that it was like, it was, it was obtainable. It wasn't yeah. an impossible feat to do it. But this game is like an N64 ass N64 game. It's, it's, oh, yeah. N64 it was, it was That's one of the first games. It was one of the first games we got. We got it with our N64. So this was Matt Ryan and I's first full multiplayer N64 experience because we got this in Mario 64 for Christmas. <laughs> so this is the one we played more. Yeah, dude. It was. Diddy Kong was way more. Of course, when you first Mario turn Kart. it on, there's only the first, like, Grand Prix of uh, stages. Not even any of the battles are unlocked. Oh yeah, so there you have to do that. You have to play this single player. Yeah. But honestly, we 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 did a pretty good job of just like taking turns with it and unlocking everything and playing. We we still made the adventure mode multiplayer. Yeah, it definitely it had that opportunity where you could easily like take turns exploring just switch and off. like switch yeah. off. The, the, mm-hmm. Yeah. But there's a way to do multiplayer joint venture. Joint, yeah. The joint there's venture. a two-player, the two-player adventure mode. Yeah. How, how did you? 
it's a, it's a, it's a special you password. had to put in a password called yeah yeah we figured that out eventually our dad printed out oh yeah our dad yeah he just printed, printed out all the cheats and yeah, gave them to us passwords gamewinners.com Cheat CC. Cheat CC, probably. Cheat, uh, yeah. Cheat CC. Cheat CC was my place. Yeah. Cheat Code Planet. Yeah, I forgot yes. about Cheat Code Planet. That was something awesome that our dad did. He would do that for multiple, like for all kinds of games. Print out all the cheat codes. What? It's a bygone era. Yeah. Cheats are not a thing anymore. Those those thick, yeah. those really thick, but not, like the the thick code oh, books, but for some books. reason they were only like three inches wide. Like, yeah, we took Zagat uh, They were like Zagat yeah. size. But they, but they were, were like fat. But they yeah. were fat. But like, like a cross between a, like a phone book and a Zagat. Yeah, it was yeah. dumb. Over a hundred thousand cheats in this book. Yeah. yeah. You will play 95% of them. And it was like, oh, like yeah, you'd, like Arrow the yeah. Acrobat would get like almost a whole page dedicated to it. Oh, these, get these sports games. It was just like comprehensive. Yeah, that's pretty cool that they would like just put everything from before in plus more. Yes, <laughs> yeah, that's true. All the and game systems. Books, they just, it'd be a, it was like encyclopedias that got bigger and bigger each time. It would be fun to. I we should try to go on a hunt and find those, and I, that would be like a good like bathroom reader. <laughs> that's true. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah go to V Stock. V Stock probably has a bunch of them. Oh man, that'd be fun. I know V Stock has a lot of like old strategy guides mm-hmm. and stuff, which is really cool. Yeah. That's also a bygone era because you know we have the internet now and they're useless. <laughs> our strategy yeah. guides are on our phones. We strategy can guides are fancy uh, art books. Now the games just tell you what to do. You just press a button and you win. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Games are too easy scenes. now. Bloodborne, pff, easy. <laughs> You can play I the. Mean, you can beat that on. You can beat that on a guitar. Yeah, it just tells you what yeah. to do. <laughs> just you play, yeah, you can beat it with a fishing rod. Yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah. Yeah. I beat. I beat. I, I don't beat, even need a controller. All I need is a couple bananas. <laughs> I beat Dark Souls uh, by watching uh, YouTube. Of yeah, a guy. I, like I watched a YouTube of a guy beating Dark Souls, and that's how I beat. Dark Souls. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you don't even have to play the game. Yeah, just hold the, yeah. someone hold the else will play it for you. Yeah, I beat it. I beat it. Yeah. Hold, yeah. hold the control. The games are so easy these days. You push a button on YouTube. Yeah, to watch I, someone beat it for one you. Button, yeah. 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 Oh, wow, I beat, that was super easy. Yeah. What a ride! <laughs> you know, I, that Dark, game's unbeatable. Dark Souls '64 had a really good multiplayer on it. <laughs> Dark Souls, oh, yeah, 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 it was a. Uh, it, be... it was a little more primitive than the uh, drop in, drop out <laughs> uh, multiplayer of uh, the newest one. But you know, like uh, N64, if you had, if you if you played in Japan with the disc drive and the network adapter, you could you could play together. Yeah, it sort of give your palms blisters though. Ah, that was yeah, the control stick on that. To swing your sword, yeah. Uh, <laughs> what was the other game you wanted to talk about? Uh, Chameleon Twist. Oh, yeah. Oh. Yeah, I think that's another Hudson God soft game. Yeah, yeah probably um, most likely. I never played the story mode in it too much, but the multiplayer was... I remember you, me, and Nick had so much fun with it, because, like, essentially... Uh, you're just like a anthropomorphic chameleon that can stretch his tongue out and collect like food, and it goes back in, and you can shoot the food out as projectiles. Okay, no, it's published by Sunsoft and developed nah. by Japan System Supply. But, Sunsoft, very similar yeah. to Hudson. 
the yeah. the cracker level I think is the one I was thinking of that where the crackers are getting like keeps crumbling under <laughs> you. I just remember uh, the the sound it makes when you extend your tongue like <laughs> you could like if you held it out it would just like poke out. Yeah, it would just like wiggle at the end. The um the the single player experience is pretty fun. It's like a puzzle platformer. It's not bad at all. No, I actually went through and played it. It's pretty short. It's only like hours long yeah it's, it's a very very short. very short game um the multiplayer was, was pretty fun on it though yeah it's uh, pretty basic but it's just trying to knock the each other mode. off yeah try not uh, you could shoot you could eat uh the popcorn looking bad guys and shoot them out at each other yeah just collecting as much as you can you were as many on as you could like you skewer it like a shish yeah as and then you can grab onto like uh, like posts and swing around in circles and stuff. You can like. make pretty complex patterns with the tongue too. Like if you really know how to control the control stick. It only went to it only went so far though. It wasn't it wasn't very long at all. But you can make S patterns though. You can like squ- make some squiggles. The um, <laughs> make some you can you can squiggle it a little. Yeah. Or the swinging on the pole. Things. The swinging on the poles was weird because you could only swing one way. You yeah. Oh, yeah. You just swing uh, counterclockwise. Yeah. You can mm. never, you can never swing the other way. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like it, it was still like the multiplayer, and it's pretty solid though. Like it's just a simple battle it's, mode. It's pretty basic. Uh, I remember there's a pogo mechanic too. You can stand up on your tongue, and yes. then like uh, if you're yeah. if, if, if you're moving, you'll get momentum, and you'll like fling back, and then like Ooh. shoot forward. You'll, like okay. bend back and fling forward. But yeah, it was a pretty basic multiplayer on it. Yeah, I mean, it was still fun. The second one did not have multiplayer, which was strange because it said it did. It was one of those N sixty four boxes those that liar games. Yeah. It was one of those liar games. Yeah, because that back then they would just be like, it's four players, and you'd play it. It was one, and like. <laughs> <laughs> we assume since the first one was four, surely. Yeah, and it said it on the box, too. Like, it showed the four controllers. And you're like, oh, wow, it's four player. And you put it oh, in, and it's like, oh, they, shit. We were, we, that was an accident. Sorry. They purposely, Did you just buy it? they purposely misled us. <laughs> yeah. They, they got us. They duped us fucking 10-year-old kids. They did. Man, that's some deceptive marketing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, there's a few straight games up that lies. did that. You just straight up <laughs> lie to get somebody to like rent it or buy it. Or like, what do you want? Yeah. Four player? Yeah. This was definitely one of the games that was not a buy game. It was a rental. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> oh yes. Dude, the speaking of battle mode, we were, did we mention how awesome the battle mode on Diddy Kong was? Dude, oh, yeah. Oh yeah. The battle mode is really fun on that. That was so. Much I, fun. I've I've always loved the uh, the. The one with the plane where you have to get the eggs and then hot bring them back volcano. to your nest. Oh, yeah, man. yeah. Not hot top volcano. That's a good stage. It's a good stage man. But I'm talking about yeah, the the battle mode where you have to go in the center and get the eggs and then put it on your nest. And you gotta wait to till they hatch too. Because yeah, they, you gotta yeah. defend. You gotta defend it until like the egg icon turns a different color and then you can go get another one. Yes. Yeah, because yeah. if it doesn't hatch, it can be stolen but, out of but your. But people uh, can mm. steal it out of your nest. Oh man. Yeah, and the that that's, that song's a jammer. Too. Yeah, the battle song song is too. It's it's a jammer for sure. Or like flying around on the the ice level, you just like just the battle modes where you have to like blast each other. So many lives. Yeah, that that was one of those games that we played so much that there was times where we didn't race, where we would just 
fly around and uh, <laughs> yeah. explore every yeah. every nook and cranny that yeah, was programmed Yeah, because there's all these it. like secret paths and mm-hmm. stuff. Yeah. And Try to boundary break if possible. <laughs> oh, man, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Even on the the regular tracks. Man, just like that first boss fight with Wizpig is the fucking hardest part of the game. Uh, yeah, because he can trample race. you. Yeah, and he starts out a second early, too. He just runs right. across. He goes, rawr, rawr, I mean, he, do, he, he does it the last one, too, but at least you're in a plane. Yeah, and it's one. that one's a lot easier because you can just shoot him and avoid him. But in the, in the if you don't hit every single booster in the first race, like, yeah. perfectly, and uh, you slow down for an instant, he's just going to win. He's I see. Win. I feel like I had the most trouble with the uh, hovercraft race against the yeah the those were tough octopus, the, sec- the first time you fight it's pretty bad too the second, the second one when you can lay the bubbles instead oh, of the yeah. oil slicks and you just like oh, boop, 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 boop. Bubbles and God about that yeah he, let, he lays the bubbles in the mine oh, yeah. and the gas too in the air yeah and if you hit oh, one it's God. over you have to restart there's, ga- there's bubbles that, that that hold you for a long time gas that like stops you and then mines that explode yeah, it's man that 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 octopus race is. I forgot about that one because the rest of the yeah, boss fights yeah. aren't too terribly bad. Uh, they're like they're beatable, but they're like the octopus and the first whiz pig, second octopus and first whiz pig fight sometimes just feel just depressingly bad, depressingly hard. <laughs> Speaking of the bosses, I want to say that they as a kid blew my mind. Mario Kart, how you didn't have any bosses that talked to you and then, like, like huge bosses yeah. that race Well done. Yeah. That, 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 that <laughs> no. Wild time, you've collected all the silver coins. Yes. Diddy Kong Racing, I think, is a better game than Mario Kart 64. Yes, Because yeah. Mario Kart 64, like, has, it's like, good, memorable tracks game. and stuff, and it's got Mario characters, but... All the characters are just like they're 2D pixels that are like mm-hmm. pre-rendered. They're pre-rendered images that fake yeah. an image of 3D. Where in Diddy Kong Racing, they're all 3D models. There's multiple race modes. Like yeah. or there, there's multiple ways to race, and like you Different. can be in a ra- in a race with Lots cars, hovercrafts, yeah. and planes. The courses yeah. are designed for multiple vehicles. Like there's shortcuts. Yeah. For yeah there's like more voices uh more unique you know like they're not the most memorable cast but like banjo and conquer came out of that yeah Yeah. (laughs) not the yeah and the rest yeah and diddy and yeah with With tiny and dixie yeah with kongs (laughs) the ds remake was pretty cool though and oh, in, yes. in Diddy Kong 64, Diddy Kong Racing was before Mario Kart 64, I think. I think it was almost a, it was, I, yeah. I think it was oh, a launch wow. title. Like, yeah, because it was being developed. It was being developed before the 64 launched. And Damn. I think the the racing mechanics in that are really good because they are uh, like letting go of acceleration before hitting a boost to get a secret special boost. Yeah. Or mm-hmm. the stackable items, like yeah, the that was cool. powered up. Oh, yeah. yeah. That was a cool Crash element. Did Crash Team Racing do that also? I was going to say afterwards. Yes. Crash, mm-hmm. Crash had, an open, yeah, did, had the open sure. world adventure mode. Yeah, Crash Team Racing did do that, but mm-hmm. Diddy Kong Racing did it first. And yeah. it did yeah. it really, better. it did it well, yeah. And it just like driving around that, that hub world was mm-hmm. really fun. It was really yeah. cool. Yeah, just like, just... Getting in an airplane or a hovercraft and exploring every nook and cranny of the fucking world, like it was super cool. And there was there was there was rewards for doing it. There was hidden balloons that you could yeah, get. Yeah, lots like, of it hidden encouraged goodies. you to like just explore everything. It was 
Yeah, that's some brilliant it's design. N64 design, and it came out super early in the N64's life. Yeah. But it was, it's a perfect game, in my opinion, for sure. They yeah. really don't make it like that anymore, no. man. I, I'd no. love to do another... I love those hub world type things where you, there's like secrets all around, and then you go to a new world, and dude, that's what makes the Souls games. So yeah, good, now it's sixty hours of hub world. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's not that. Uh, the whole thing's a, a goddamn hub world now, <laughs> with nothing in it. Yeah, I mean Mario sixty four did. Oh yeah. Yeah, oh, it was yeah. something cool about jump, was... like jumping into the paintings and being taken to just a unique level. That generation in general, hub worlds were very prominent. I mean, they were a way to teach you how to play the game without mm-hmm. putting you in a high stakes scenario. And also, tec- technically, like it also allowed them to split up loading st- screens and levels yeah. and stuff without it being like too obvious. Yeah. <laughs> Clever Stand Nintendo. Win win all around. Yeah. yeah. Hub worlds are great. Yeah. Hub worlds. Hub worlds. Oh, yeah. hub worlds are great. Yeah, we love. We love the hub world. We love the hub world. Well, I would. Uh, we would be missing out on a great game if we did not talk about uh, Goldeneye. Yeah. The elephant in the room. Another yeah. rare game. The, the, the big, the biggest hub world of them all. Really. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, another rare game, but like, yeah, what N64 multiplayer discussion would be complete without at least mentioning Goldeneye? <laughs> it has the essential multiplayer experience on the N64. There's no. Mm-hmm. It's, yeah. it, I wonder. I wonder if it if it'll come to the Switch online. The James oh, Bond licensing goodness. is going to be a nightmare. Obviously, oh, yeah. they could get Rare's approval, but getting <laughs> yeah. the rights to using Pierce Brosnan's and all of the other. Yeah. And the, yeah. Well, they they changed. They cleverly disguised that by naming them Tuxedo. Oh, yeah. So you can play as like Sean Bond, Connery. It's Pierce Brosnan wearing all the other tuxedos, basically. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, with some with some beard added on. They could get the rights to like fucking Odd Job and all the other previous villains and yeah. Jaws and shit, but they couldn't get the rights to all the different James Bonds. Yeah, which is weird. so weird. I don't understand that you're gonna make money. Is that what you, isn't that what you want? Like, it's yeah, be but they seen have to, by people. The the company could the people who are controlling the image rights could put an exorbitantly high price and if Rare couldn't afford it, you know, um, then they're just shit out of luck. Usually don't try. It's too expensive. They're just like, it's not worth, yeah, it's not worth our time to, you, you can pay us, we're not going to let you pay less for this because then that devalues the image rights. <laughs> but yeah, that, as a multiplayer experience, as a, the first first-person shooter multiplayer experience that I ever had, oh, I never yeah. played like Doom online because we didn't have like a PC yeah. growing up. But uh, that was another game where we would play it so much where we'd explore everything, or we'd we would uh, <laughs> we'd put on the yeah. walkthrough walls mode, and then it would unlock the rest of the level for multiplayer. Because the multiplayer maps were just like limited versions of the like of the stages for the the main game, but if you put on the walkthrough walls mod, uh, <laughs> you could walk through the walls and then explore entire like wow. levels uh, in multiplayer mode. Whoa! It was super cool. Yes. Game level I focused on was the <laughs> facility, <laughs> yeah, the facility. It's the best. It's very level. Like, 
<laughs> the one level you play. This is this is the Best yeah level. the iconic level. You can hide in the bathroom stalls. Like, I can, yeah. I can seriously have an entire game based on this level. <laughs> <laughs> this level and the one you know where you're in like the base, like the like yeah where you can kind of go, base. you can run outside a little oh, bit. Yeah. And, but well, the, all the stages are pretty fun. Like the temple's pretty fun. Oh, but, yeah. Like this yeah. is the clear winner. This is um, just like waiting for the doors to slowly close there, as someone's chasing you. There's, like. lot, there's yeah. lots of places to hide in this. Like you can go into the uh, tank room and hide behind those giant tankers. Yes, the tanks. <laughs> like or somebody doesn't shoot them. Yes. Ooh, you can split the yeah. whole room. <laughs> Massive slowdown. Yeah, that was my favorite. It's like you but, think you're hiding. But playing this game with slappers only is oh. special. <laughs> oh man if you get caught in there's that one room between like it's the it's a small room with a pole in the center oh yes uh, between the long hallway and then the way out uh-huh. into the main facility mm-hmm. uh where if you like get two slappers only license to kill like one kill slaps uh-huh. one one hit kill slaps like just chasing someone chasing somebody trying to run to the door and hit the button fast enough to get it to slowly open and then having to dodge them for a little extra time and get through it it, it, it led for so it met it okay. made for the most in some of the most intense gaming moments of my yeah. life intense chase okay, so also the world is not enough the elevator level like trying to press the button and have the elevator close when someone's trying to kill you. Yeah, like and you can see their hand clipping through the elevator. <laughs> yeah. before they get to your. Oh man, or the bathroom is the facility that the, facility, the one with the, the, with the tanker, the bathroom on the top shelf or the yeah. top level, and then there's the staircase right there into the main hallway. Oh, that That's was like always... the big like battle area. Yeah, for yeah, sure. Yeah. But there's so the many, there's so many area. rooms. Like yeah. You could open up a door and walk in and not look around the corner, and somebody could be waiting for you. Yeah, that was a that's that was a, a big thing about this game is it's one of the few games that really uses doors because doors are a big problem in games. So like, not many games do doors, but this game had doors. And they, it used them, and it used them very well. well. Yeah, you would like have like that battle shoes. where you try both like open and close the door. Yeah, you're like no, go get I can no, go get yeah. I can. You're stuck in the bathroom stall. So like somebody's in here. The bathroom, somebody's and you try to here. climb out the uh, the vent the above vent. one of them, and like or someone like, drop down. It's kind of like pseudo in real life, like people fighting to hold the door shut. <laughs> oh, no. oh, oh, yeah. No, don't. Obviously. You see the hand like <laughs> yeah. Yeah. occupied, occupied. He gives you that adrenaline rush, like a, don't kill me, adrenaline rush. Yeah, or you. Yeah, the only reason you're like in the bathroom hiding in a stall is because you, like, you're, you're gonna you're, die. You're gonna die soon. Somebody's got like, yeah, <laughs> you don't have a gun and they you ran do. Out but, of ammo. but okay, so the bathroom had it was a, a spot where you could pick up ammo. So if you could get there and while mm-hmm. it was respawning, it was good. You put a good gun there. A, a shotgun or like a magnum. Or, or yeah, something. the mag. Oh, I love the magnum. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Or the golden gun. Of course. Uh, yeah, golden the golden gun. gun. <laughs> the one hit. Also, the throwing knives. You could yeah. hit Ooh, somebody if fun. you hit somebody in the head. Good the throwing knife. Because with slappers only license to kill, that was fun. But throwing, throwing knives license. license to kill was a fun <laughs> game in itself. It was much more terrifying because <laughs> you could be you could be halfway across the room if they get a good hit. Like if they get a good throw in, you're dead. Like. <laughs> <laughs> Um, there's another level that I also really love, and uh, Sam's been texting me when we've brought this up, but um, the basement, 
with all the secret doors and stuff. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's like one of the best levels. I that was so love that, that level. So crazy. With the big like, it's like the two level center room with like the two ramps, and then it has and all the different tunnels. And it's got the like vents that you can crawl yes. through. Secret yeah. doors. Yeah. The secret door. And then oh, the man. bottomless pit area with. Yeah. Ooh. I used that. to. <laughs> I love doing proximity mines. Yes. On proximity those mines. And like running through those secret doors. Remote bombs. Dude, too. I would. I would just throw as many as I could. <laughs> yeah. And like slow the game down on purpose sometimes, <laughs> yeah. just to see if you how just, how slow you can make it. And you yeah. even knew you you killed someone whenever the game just like yeah. crawling like oh yeah I yeah. got you. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Ooh, uh, holding, it. Yeah, just holding up in a room and then putting it on the door. So yeah, like yeah. as soon as they get close to open it, they <laughs> the die. Yeah, that was my favorite. We also would Corey and I would get re- we do the remote mines and yes. we gather as many remote mines as the game would allow until it started like removing them every time. Yeah. We yeah. <laughs> just try to see how big of an explosion we could make <laughs> on like <laughs> whatever glass or. Or like uh, the tankers. You know, yeah, like yeah, the tank. The tankers, yeah. just throwing them all over the tanks and yeah, just just... seeing how much extra explosion you can add to it <laughs> to slow the game down and, and listen to it like just, just self-destruct. Pull, pull the watch out. Be like, Are you ready? On the count of three. <laughs> As if it makes a difference. It was always funny when you did that and then you got out first and you detonated while the other person <laughs> oh, was walking yeah. out. It was another game that was like at every birthday party and yes. and yeah. uh, sleepover. Like it, it, this game was probably gonna. Be, if somebody had an N sixty four, they probably this was had the this game, game to get. Like this, yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, oh man. Ooh, Perfect Dark was a good upgrade to this it, game. It is, you know, Perfect Dark is objectively a better game, but it doesn't have the same legacy. Goldeneye so it, yeah. is no, the one it that, doesn't. Even though it does have two of the levels it has from the Goldeneye, facility and then it has um, does it have the basement? I think it has the temple. The temple. The temple. Or something yeah. Like that, yeah. But it had the awesome sentry guns, the wall-mounted sentries. It had more weapons, more better, weapons. better mechanics, and the same ones. Yeah. yeah. But just having the facility. That was awesome. Yeah, I mean, you can get Perfect Dark on uh, on a Microsoft console. Yeah. <laughs> the, re- the remake of Perfect Dark. Speaking of N64 shooter games, the Turok games. Oh, oh yeah. dude, that was super yeah, fun. I, the first one is not multiplayer, but also, but very fun. That those are the games that I associate with bad N64 mm-hmm. draw distance. Oh yeah, it was yeah. One of the fog, the everywhere. fog everywhere. Oh, that is the man. South Park Aren't first-person shooter. Oh, oh yeah, both made by yes. a plane. Yeah, that makes oh, wow. sense. They're, they definitely are reminiscent of PC games. I think they're all on the Switch, right? Yeah, yeah they, both of them are on the arcade. Turok one and two, are, one I think, two. are yeah. Turok had some cool two, guns. Two, yeah, yeah. You you had your bo- you had the crossbow for your starter, but it had like so, it had like kind of like Doom like guns, like yeah. plasma yeah. guns. Yeah. Ridiculous, crazy. Wasn't yeah. that a wasn't that a black cartridge game? Yeah, yeah. The second one was. I don't know about mm-hmm. the first one. I think the first yeah. one was a gray. Man, yeah. that was a hard one. Uh, but once we figured out how to play it, it was really fun. It was one of those things where you, you only had one stick, so yeah. you had to do the walk, walk, walk. But okay, <laughs> so Turok yeah. actually had like there was a mode where you walked with the C buttons and then you rotated with the thumbstick. Huh. That's a big. Oh, you, yeah, you, you could strafe like and strafe. stuff. Yeah. yeah. Interesting. That's how that's how the standard uh, control was, and I remember as a 
as a kid at first i thought it was weird but then i adapted to it really well and it yeah. felt right it feels better than golden eye golden eye oh, just yeah. got like Ugh. walk Ooh, forward man. and turn with one thumbstick, and then if you want to aim, you have to hold R. And you're just yeah. like, you're like, you're like pointing yeah. it everywhere. You're like, oh my god, yeah, oh my auto god. Auto aims like shit. Kind of like learning how to drive as a kid playing. Because like whenever you press the, bu- the C buttons, you go like way too far. Mm-hmm. Like you accelerate too far. Yeah. Oh, the sensitivity on those games were just wackadoo. Like they just were not calibrated well at all, and there was no way to calibrate it. Uh, it was pretty yeah. early on in this yeah. style of gaming, though. Yeah, early on in the 3D era, so people were still figuring it out. So I guess it can be forgiven if it hasn't aged well. Couldn't you remap? No forgiveness. Your controls a little bit. Or? In Goldeneye, you could. Yeah. In, I don't know about in Turok, you could as well. There I were think different we did like controls. Some light remapping. Like, yeah, <laughs> I was I was just looking at one of the weapons, and I uh, for for Turok 2 and uh, as soon as I saw it and heard the name I was like holy shit I forgot this is a thing but it's called the Cerebral Boar Mm -hmm. oh yes (laughs) and you you shot a missile that drills into the victim it latches onto the victim's head and then shoots a drill and explodes their head like it's a one hit kill if it lands on someone (laughs) yeah dude it's yeah. got some crazy fucking weapons weird imagine it's like he just shoots you with a rocket launcher looking thing and it's just like a little thing latches onto your head and then a drill just comes out and just <laughs> blows your head up. Another N64 like first person shooter with weird weapons is Hex N64. Yeah, oh, that man. was that one I think that one's built off the Doom engine. Yeah. It, but that was also that was a really good one. Or another very I, I can't say a weird N64 shooter game without talking about Forsaken. Forsaken. Oh, where yeah, you, yeah. you had like you could move around through tunnels in any direction. Space. Yeah. Oh yeah, that game was that like was very hard. It's a game that you probably shouldn't play drunk. It was really weird. It was just like uh, Forsaken. Forsaken. It didn't tell you anything about the game. <laughs> was that the one with, like the the woman with the tattoo on her face? Yeah. Yes. Like, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. That one you never could guess what the fuck that game's about. I never. You ne- I would never have guessed it with a first person shooter. Did you play it? <laughs> like, no. It's really cool. It reminds me of the fifth element. It, it, yeah, it's got kind of like that, like cyberpunk future stuff going on, but yeah, you you control it's like people in ships and you can go in any direction. Huh. And there's like levels with like tunnel mazes and you're, you're in like these vehicles that shoot at each other and it, it's it's pretty it's pretty difficult it's pretty difficult to get a grip with but once you do it's fun. Yeah. That was that was also one of the many many games we rented. We rented so many games. So many games. From that schnooks, yeah. they always had like, rent, yes. rent five games, get five for free. They always had like, Some ridiculous ten thing. Game. Crazy game. Like, we, ten games at once. We would go home with like 15 games sometimes. Yeah, it was ridiculous. Uh, each of us. You would never be able to play. We each rent three five games. It was awesome. <laughs> Golden age of renting games. It was a it was a good time. The mid mid nineties was a great I'll time to be a kid Nintendo playing video game games. Yeah. Oh, the Schnooks was good up until well, I think I stopped running there when they stopped really doing stuff in two thousand six because like the GameCube era was also very good at Schnooks. A lot of good games there. Up and yeah, two. I forget how li- how long rentals went on. It's a 
Smith family Another video. Another bygone era. It's the video game rentals. Now it's just like Gamefly and <laughs> Netflix, not yeah. Netflix, uh, Redbox and stuff like that. It's really where you all can rent it. Now yeah. that looks as a hobby lobby and you can walk in it and go in the spots that the rental spaces were. But the games, you can visit like the ghosts of wherever you <laughs> <laughs> The ghosts of rentals past. Yeah, the old rentals. people will be like, oh, when I was Emperor's your walk, age, too. this was a schnooks rental center. Yes. <laughs> Just tell customers that are walking through. Just down the hall was a, a coal peppers with a very <laughs> sticky in 64 sitting right at the entrance. <laughs> Man, today at work, <laughs> sorry, I talked to this kid who I was telling him that uh, new Halo is coming out. He's like, "What's Halo?" And I was like, "You know Halo? It's like it's the original like FPS." Yeah. He's like, "It came out. It came out on uh, on Xbox original." He's like, "When did that come out?" I was like, "Two thousand one." He's like, "Well, it's five years after I before I was born." That's so Fuck, weird talking dude. to somebody. I remember when the Xbox was new. Yeah. Well, yeah. You feel very old. Just like what, it came out whenever we were so, around when we were celebrating the last episode I, with the GameCube. Yeah. I believe that the N64 compared to where we are now is older than when we played N64 or what the NES was. Definitely. Oh, Definitely. Yeah. The NES was like 1985 in America. Yeah. So it was only 11 years old mm-hmm. when yeah. the N64 came out. So we're way beyond the N64 now. Like, I mean, it's ancient. The N64 is older than the NES. The NES is going to turn 40 in a few years. Wow. We're close. We're real close. Wow. 25 years for the 64. The Super Nintendo is fucking 30. (laughs) Yeah. This would be like when we were playing it. PlayStation will be 30 soon. Oh, that's weird. And yeah, in 2024, PlayStation turns 30. We probably won't ever talk too much about Atari on this podcast. Yeah, I tried. I can't get into those old. I can't get into the, those old yeah, games. Yeah, they're pretty old. Most of the games <laughs> we talk about are ancient. The super primitive ones. Yeah. Yeah, even, that's ancient. Even on the PS One, there's an Atari collection that I tried to play, and it was like that was back in the day during the PS One mm-hmm. days, and like the Atari games was mine. I can't play. I can dig some breakout. Oh, I just th- I just thought of a I I, I kept trying uh, reminding myself to bring this this game up because you talked about sports games earlier and I want to talk about a sports game that I played <laughs> I know we played a lot of Wayne Gretzky's 3D hockey on N64 yeah that game oh, that's an incredible that's like the NBA Jam of hockey games oh okay it's okay. basically what it is it's got the same kind of like arcadey mechanics to cheat it cheat codes that give you big heads and stuff. Oh, yeah. okay. That was Hell a game, yeah. and that was a game that our our older older brothers really liked. So we get the, that was like the, one of the few times we could play with them. So, <laughs> but I mean that game, I I loved the shit out of that game. It was fun. Man, it was a lot that, of fun. Oh, dude, actually, I do remember this. Now that you're looking at pictures of it, yeah, this yeah. is like a like a blitz on ice. Kind oh, yeah. of. Yeah, well, that's NHL hits. NHL hits yeah. <laughs> that was that was the launch oh, game on the GameCube, yeah, and it had yeah. Limp Biscuits rolling. 
in it. Oh, that might be actually I mean, it's 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 like NBA Jam. It's not like beat each other up. There is fighting in it, but there's yeah, fighting in regular fights. hockey. That's just a hockey thing. Yeah, that's just hockey. Yeah, yeah. But it, it was like an arcadey, like uh, I don't know. It had like they had like four, power four shots. On four. And... Yeah, there was like power shots and like uh, like a stamina gauge that you could see visibly depleting and stuff. So it, it was That's like cool. presented a lot like NBA Jam. Yeah. Another oh, man. Man, the, 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 there weren't too, too many sports games on N64. It was I mean, made was, by Midway. Huh. Another Midway oh, was shining bright man. in the N64. Yeah. They did a good job with that with their like mechanics for for sports, you know, to translate that into something that was like just arcadey fun. Yeah, yeah. Just something that everybody could play, even if you didn't like sports, you could have a good time playing these games. Yeah, exactly. Another great sports games. I don't, I don't know if this is Midway, but was uh, WCW versus NWO. Oh, <laughs> yeah. The uh, wrestling games on the '64 were were the best were, wrestling games they were ever made. Awesome, great oh, character yeah, editor. So like, fun. They were just like they were janky, but they weren't janky enough to be broken. Not even and not as janky as the ones that come out now. Uh, yeah, yeah oh dude, the new God, ones are the terrible. New ones, yeah, they're it's because they're just like cheap. They focus too much on realism with the characters, mm-hmm. but not enough. Well, the game and they reuse assets that are like like almost a decade old, and you uh. and they and the pro and the programming just it's just generally bad programming, like. Things are glitchy and yeah. it's unfinished, Corners. and yeah, they just—they're just like pumping out products. I heard the None Switch of- games don't even work. Like you, <laughs> you shouldn't. Like if you buy them, you're gonna have a broken product. I don't know why they're still allowed to be on the market and on the shop. And you, you are allowed to buy them, but they don't work. So you, don't buy. You buy the the disc, and it's just like cracked. Yeah. And then you download it, and it just like immediately errors. Ugh. No, uh, man, I don't. I was playing one of the recent ones, and like none of the controls are what you would expect. It's so annoying. No, it, nothing is intuitive at all. It's yeah. not easy. It's dude, WCW vs NWO. Just it was like one of those, it was arcadey enough, like oh yeah, to where you could figure out what does what. Yeah, um, simple combinations of of it, like. It was the first time I really and... got into a. a a like character creation mode because it had it was very <laughs> primitive yeah. but back at the time like that was that blew my mind that you could have like all these options and <laughs> we made a Corey uh, we made the Corey Boy Meets World, oh, yeah, Boy Meets World yes. people that was really funny and, and, uh, <laughs> Matt <laughs> made Eric Matthews but named him cheesy yes. <laughs> yes. I thought Eric Matthews was a very cheesy he, character he is a really yeah, cheesy character yeah. And, uh, and Mr. Feeney was just like we made him like unbeatably strong. Like he could, <laughs> you could smack him around, and he, would, he wouldn't even flinch. I think we also made Frankie. Frankie the bully. Yes, Frankie. the enforcer. We we made a bunch of the Boy Meets World cast in that game. For some reason, we just thought it was funny to put him in there. Because it was I, I don't know I guess it just made perfect sense because you could easily make them. Vader was. Uh, he was uh, Sean. Uh, he was Sean's... he was Frankie's dad. He was yeah. Frankie's dad. <laughs> Vader. There's, and WCW versus NWO was also my introduction to a world outside of WWF wrestling. Like I had no idea that other shit existed. 
I just thought oh, like yeah. wrestling, WWF. It's wrestling. And that's yeah. it. That's what they wanted you to think. Sting and gold dust. Sting with his trench coat <laughs> and gold dust with his gold dust. Well, gold dust was, an, <laughs> was a WWF wrestler before he was WCW. I I believe. Yeah. But Sting, I had never heard of Sting. Oh man. Yeah. His coat. yeah. <laughs> I remember Lex, Lex Luger, Diamond Dallas Page. Yeah, DDP. I didn't know him. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I I went to a. My my cousins were into wrestling, but they were into WCW, and they didn't know shit about WWF. And then we went to WCW, and I was like, my dad told me that we were going to wrestling live downtown. And I got there, and I was like, what is going on? Who are Who are what? these wrestlers? Yeah. But I, WCW had some good wrestlers, man. Yeah, they Fucking, did. Uh, what's his name? Sting, uh, my Goldberg. Uncles. Goldberg. Goldberg. Oh, yeah. Goldberg. Say Ric Flair. Ric Flair. I mean, Ric Flair was also WWF. Yeah. A lot moved, of those wrestlers, like, moved over. A, lot of, a lot of them jumped ship. Hulk Hogan yeah. and Randy Savage were in NWO. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So was Shawn Michaels and, and Kevin Nash. Well, Shawn Michaels was to Generation X, actually. <laughs> yeah. NWO was cool because that was bad. Yeah, that was when they made Hulk Hogan a bad guy. And yeah. Randy said they were good guys, but then they they were like, turned into heel heels instead of uh, heroes. Hollywood Hulk Hogan. Kevin Nash and his group were also all bad guys, right? Yeah. In NWO, they it, were the bad guys. Yeah, they, they were all the heels. The New World Order. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is before the, they had a bunch of shitty licensed music in it too. <laughs> like all this is just like video game music in it. Man, it had a huge roster too. It was a pretty, it was pretty decent. I'm sure going back, it's probably only like twelve of each, but man, it felt big. I wonder. I'm looking cause... at, it, I'm looking at the second, the second game's roster, and there's like Revenge. Revenge. Yeah, I'm looking at. There's like Play the shit out of Revenge. Uh... There's like all these. Revenge was the better of the two. World Tour was the one that I remember more, but Revenge was like. Objectively, a better game. Man, yeah, yeah. Revenge I mean, was, was just, so fun. It built upon the first one and put more characters in it, put, put more uh, people in it. But it also included the independent union wrestlers and the dead yeah. or alive union wrestlers, which was all like Middle Eastern and Eastern Asian wrestlers. Which That's pretty cool. They yeah. don't really have very. Uh, <laughs> they have a. a Insensitive Western <laughs> names like no. like Dim Sum and Sumo Joe. Well, I get <laughs> cultural insensitivity in wrestling is nothing new. There was a yeah. character named the Iron Sheik in the eighties, yeah. and Sergeant. I was gonna say the whole eighties. Yeah, Sergeant Slaughter. When he's a bad guy, he betrays America and yeah. joins forces with the Iron Sheik. Yeah, Man. yeah. Iron Sheik is a crazy a, person in real life too. Is he? And he's still. I didn't is know that he was still alive. I figured he was dead. I think yeah. he. If he, he me, I recently, but he's on Twitter and. If you want to, yeah. Oh, and if you want to find some crazy shit, he twi- tweets some crazy shit as his character. He has not broken that character. He still plays it. He's or become he is, the Iron yeah. Sheik. Or he is still the same character. And now, if he says anything controversial, he can just say, "I was in I character." Was just, uh, I was just the Iron Sheik. I'm always in character. No, <laughs> we can't acknowledge your character. That would break KFAB. <laughs> oh yeah. He's under the delusion that he's under like a KFAB contract still. <laughs> 
It's a way of life. Maybe he is. Maybe they signed him up like, the for the rest of his life. He wasn't allowed to be The Undertaker a is person. just recently starting to talk about his stuff because he officially retired. Yeah, he, he can. He took that very seriously. That, uh, that Hot Ones interview with him is really mm-hmm. good. Yeah, that was pretty cool. Yeah, it's like the first time he ever spoke of a lot of that stuff forever. And out of character, just seeing him talk yeah. like a normal person. Yeah. Instead of. There was that era of Undertaker where he was the American badass, the the right after 9-11 Undertaker who would ride a motorcycle and had a big America theme going. He was in that movie. (laughs) (laughs) The Tombstone movie. Tombstone pile driver. Dude, the original Undertaker with the purple gloves was was always my favorite. Sometimes he would come out of a coffin. I, I mean, he was Paul like, Bearer. Paul Bearer. It, there was like just a long period of time where he just looked like some guy who would go to like see Corn live, or he'd be, <laughs> you'd see him at like a Slipknot concert or something. It kind of looked like like a Halloween costume. I like, mean, perfect. Yeah. Yeah. Perfect. And he had that like uh, that theme song was just like those bells. Yeah. Those, yeah. That's really cool. And, and and an organ, of course. Yeah. And yeah, it was just like. And the, he was. The Undertaker was also playable in WCW versus NW. No, he was a playable what? in Revenge, I think, right? Uh, no, I don't know. I don't know. I don't, know. I, I don't think he ever left WWF, actually. Now that I think about it. Dude, we used to do, on Revenge, we would do uh, 40 man battle royale. Oh, the, the, yeah. Of course. Yeah. You gotta yeah. do the most ridiculous uh, amount in all those games. The Royal Rumbles, where. Yeah. Also, I always really so liked uh, the cage matches. Oh, Whenever yeah. both people were up on top of the cage trying to get out, and you could just throw like somebody be climbing up, and you climb up after them and just yank their leg down. <laughs> yes. Or just beating yeah. the shit out of people with weapons. Or yeah, the hard hardcore mode where yeah, they, you pulling can, the weapons out, getting the weapons from the from the crowd, or <laughs> reaching under the stage. Yeah. <laughs> Man, I had such difficulty pinning people in these games. So any game I played in this game took for. Took forever. <laughs> I mean, it was always really fun, though. Like, oh yeah, the, the whole hour and a half of one match yeah. would be fun. It goes back to when we were talking about playing Smash Bros. and like doing the twenty things and going, "This is this is standard. This is the best way to play it." Yeah. 20, twenty lives, or, or playing Mario Party and doing fifty rounds. Yeah, fifty rounds. Yeah, you got to play as yeah, much <laughs> long as possible. You got to play as yeah, long as possible. Yeah, nothing but time. We had nothing but time as True. kids, though. Well, let's play again. Yeah. Another 50 round match. <laughs> let's do it. Let's live stream a 50 round Mario. Three uh, hours of Mario Party. Hey, the I new would, Mario Party game would be perfect if they still allow you to do that long. We'd quit. I don't think we would make it. Those, you know, those 50 round matches were back during the times whenever the controllers would hurt your hands, too. Like, do, oh, oh yeah, man. Mario Party. So fast that you break either your phone That's why you'd play it that long, is so you'd play a lot of multiplayer matches. The, Talk the about mini games. The that those fucking rowboat levels, Ooh, you know? Jump. Oh yeah, where those. it's like three versus one, and you're like you have to turn the the uh, joystick. Are you talking about Mario Party? Uh, yeah, the, the, the tug of war game. Where oh yeah, the tug of history. war. Yeah, the, I remember the one, the paddle boat one too. Like that, I think that was also three versus one because one person on one side, three and three. Yeah, yeah, yeah that. And you got to do the, like the, the rotation was, on that. People I sued the shit out of Nintendo. I I had yeah. blisters on my palms from yeah. playing Mario Party. Yeah. Yeah. Or that, another great multiplayer experience oh, on the Nintendo 64. Didn't play too much of the first, but that second one. <laughs> the second one is. Oh, that one's so cool. I think out of the one. three, uh, the 
the second one is the best one because it has like the most like personality. Yeah. Uh, just like mm-hmm. the little touches on it, like where they all have different costumes depending yeah. on the stage. I love that touch. Three might three might be it, overall functionally better, have a little more scope and more refined, but two, yeah, has that personality and the more memorable. I three think. has Waluigi and Daisy though. Yeah. Three is more definitive, I feel. It has good games, too. Uh, but, like, uh, two has good games. It has, oh, like, yeah. all the best ones from the first one, like Bumper Balls. It's a great sequel. Does now, the first game has music by Kenji Ito. Kenji Ito, Ito yep. The great... Saga theme. Romancing Saga. Oh, theme. okay. Saga Frontier. So. Does the well, first, or the second one have, like, a... Story or like uh, the third one has the third one does the second one I don't think does. Yeah, I'm looking at the comments on uh, the soundtrack here, and the first one is my sister and I had blisters on our hands from spinning the control stick. (laughs) (laughs) That's the top comment. Ah, yeah. So Hudson has also did Mario Party, and doesn't Camelot take over later on? I don't know who did it. After the first three, it was something different. All the GameCube era ones and the Wii era ones. They were fun, but they just didn't live up to yeah. Mario. Like, I don't know. The first the three courses, so good. Yeah. The courses in, like, the Wii ones were just not fun. And all <laughs> all of the games were, like, uh, sort of, like, based around the Wii remote. So the motion like controls. Shaking, yeah. like, just jacking off all the time <laughs> that motion. we were really good at that motion though <laughs> yeah the Wii, uh, time. the Wii one or the Wii one and the Wii U one like you also shared like everybody moved in a car nine together. and, nine oh, and yeah. ten did that Dude, yeah that where all of them moved. The whole... there was yeah there was just a, a a stage you and you played until you reached the end of it it wasn't oh, amount of turns together we're suffering together we're I get, in it the long run together. i guess it was just like their way of addressing like how long it took though so there's that kind of if you think about it that way yeah they did that they addressed the time issue really well there <sighs> but they took all of like the competitive nature out of it it was just like yeah it does change the game yeah. yeah it doesn't feel the same Part of Mario Party that's really fun is like intentionally fucking people over, like get landing on the spaces mm-hmm. where you get to steal stars yeah. and stuff from each yeah. other. Yeah, when you're all in the same car, you're all landing on the same space. Yeah, but it's it just, just depends on who rolled. It depends on who rolled and right. who gets to interact. But Going different there's paths, just like advantageous spots spots to have where you're statistically most likely to get a certain mm-hmm. thing. So it, it, it was a lot less fun, but well, we got the new one ones. now. Yeah, that's the one gonna that's, have the old stuff in it's it. It's just the first three, like the best from the first like three or four games. That's great. That's perfect. And yeah, I hope it's good. Yeah, it comes out. I hope they don't fuck it up somehow. In four days from the recording of this podcast, I believe it comes out wow. October twenty ninth. Yeah. yeah, so oh. it comes out on uh, Friday. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, it's been 25 years. Yeah, yeah, I might have come out today. I forget, but uh, let's talk about one more. Um, one that you, we shouldn't forget is Star Fox 64. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. We can't forget talking about that. Dude. That that's a that's an amazing multiplayer game. Uh, yeah, the, uh, the, yeah, it also had the rubble back. 
the multiplayer was I didn't do I did the single player stuff and played through the story a couple times but the majority of my time spent with Star Fox was uh, playing yeah the multiplayer battles oh, I mean yeah? you could do the tanks or the yeah. or if you did all the gold medals you can you unlock could tanks on, or you can be, be on foot, on foot. But, I mean the dog yeah. fights are where it's at the R wing so yeah fun. flying around corn area or sector X I think it was one of the stages. sector Z sector Z yeah. yeah sector Z corn area and then there was that temple like the pyramid level but it has like really really good tight controls and f- that's one yeah. of the games that does not feel right without us without an n64 controller like it, <laughs> yeah. it feels it feels odd when it's you emulate for... it and use something else it is a game mm. that was definitely designed around yes. that controller that controller is shaped like an r-wing from above it is and yeah. yeah it is that's interesting i heard that uh the the n64 controller was built with uh, Mario 64. Mario and Zelda. They and were, Zelda. They were, those games were being developed at the same time and like sharing assets and stuff. Okay. So yeah, that's what, I mean. So they were like building the, the those controllers first, with those first party, the game. That's why the first party Nintendo games feel the best. Of course. <laughs> yeah. Because they were the people who developed the controller. So they, they had all of that in mind when planning these games. But I'm sure Star Fox was also uh, that was there. yeah i mean it's first party game yeah, yeah. Uh, it's one of, uh, shigeru miyamoto came up with those character concepts dog <laughs> but uh the multiplayer like it was if you ever played the first one it feels so primitive compared to star oh, fox 64 yeah. where there's like the barrel rolls are way tighter but there's also like you're able to do like a uh, a loop to dodge things. Yeah, you can uh, U-turn. You you can U-turn. Yeah, yeah. There's yeah. the all range mode, which uh, is what. And there's charging and auto locking. Yeah. And uh, mm-hmm. and you know there's actual voice acting in it too instead of blah 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 blah. Yeah. <laughs> blah, blah, blah. The uh, <laughs> the multiplayer dogfighting is like I, to this day it's some of the best like aerial combat in a game i can't think of very many yeah. modern games that quite nail it like that I, i'm sure that star wars rebels game gets pretty close mm-hmm. but ace combat or ace combat and stuff but halo had some good <laughs> yeah, but it, yeah. It, but it wasn't quite the, the same there, the maneuverability or, in the banshees was not Banshee, as yeah. good as yeah in star fox where that's the no, primary yeah. the yeah. rates that you yeah, the rates. That's right. uh, the yeah. rates. Yeah. yeah, the banshees are the. Um... They're the hovercraft. No, the 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 wraith, the are the tanks. The wraiths are yeah. the tanks. The, the, ban- banshees the banshees are the flying, are the flying and the ghosts ones. are the. Ghosts. They're like cars. Yeah. Man, those are oh, cool. Yeah. Ones. Okay, that's what it is. But yeah, yeah, yeah. the banshees, right? That's mm-hmm. what I was thinking. About. They controlled well enough, but they're not like the primary gameplay mechanics, they so it doesn't feel as good. Yeah. But not all the way. Can't do barrel rolls. Yeah, no. Star Fox had just perfect controls for. For, uh, you, had to, for, you had to outsmart the person chasing you, otherwise you weren't getting away. It's a shame yeah. that Star Fox has never truly returned to that. They've always like tried to yeah. reboot the story and they, <laughs> yeah, put them on a they, dinosaur they, they, island for something. Like, well, you? that's not even the worst one. Star Fox uh, Zero, used you had to use the Wii pad to aim. Oh god! But you had to look at the at the TV screen to see where you were flying. What? So yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's it's difficult <sighs> and like even people in Nintendo developing it when they were playing it, they were like, we really need to change it, but. 
the powers that be were like, no, no, we need to use the Wii Pad, so this is how it has to be. So they never made it. They didn't even give you the option to play it like a normal Star Fox game. Yeah. Oh, yeah, and it was just a, a remake of Star Fox 64 with shittier mechanics. Oh, yeah, okay. Like, they didn't that even, one. like, do yeah. anything new with it except for, like, make the controls worse. They just made this There's the animated shorts that uh. are really cool. Yeah, yeah, they're, like, cel-shaded. There's, like there's, like, a, it's like a ten-minute animated short that goes with it that's really cool, but other than that, yeah, they never stuck with like what worked <laughs> star fox assault was all right it, it got close it got uh, close. but yeah. they focused too much on being able to get out and get like which was yeah. like you know not a terrible thing but it was just not it, it took it, away from the star fox star experience fox. yeah why like, do they want to get them out of the out of the plane just keep out them of in the, the thing fucking that plane. makes it the game <laughs> like, like the, the thing that made star fox star plane. fox yeah. <laughs> if they would have made yeah. like a separate no. battle mode where like a, an on foot battle mode or an r wing battle mode that would have been cooler then combining them and then once you're out and somebody's in an r wing you're fucked yeah they'll just yeah you'll die you'll die so fast i could never do anything in a tank against planes <laughs> it just seemed like it was useless. It's, yeah, yeah the tank's the worst useless. one to be the, yeah. the the landmaster. Yeah, yeah. If yeah, if you're going against, it's impossible. Statistically impossible. <laughs> Don't even try. <laughs> Any final thoughts on N64 multiplayer, guys? Uh, Donkey Kong 64 had great multiplayer that oh, most people yeah, never played. I the I I always like. It had like a like a shooter mode, and then there was also the mode the, the, the arena, arena mode, mode where you had mm-hmm. to knock each other off. That yeah. was the mode I liked better. Between yeah, the two. it was a little more balanced. The the, the multiplayer like shooter was kind of yeah. If you were tiny, you win because you can just shoot straight darts at people, yep. and she it was, really was just fast, most accurate. Really fast, and yeah, and she was hard to hit. She was the hardest character to hit besides maybe did Odd job. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Odd job. job. <laughs> but way way shorter and faster. And just mm-hmm. don't play as Chunky. Yeah. yeah. Or Donkey Kong, who's almost as big as Chunky. Mm-hmm. But in the in the arena mode, it didn't matter because everybody was on equal yeah. footing. You just did the three-hit combo and tried to knock each other off like a sumo mm-hmm. wrestler. Like. <laughs> and, and, of course, there's Smash 64, which yeah. Oh, yeah. at the time we, would, yeah. we had no idea that it would evolve to be what it no. is today. But just it was pretty mind-blowing when that came out. That was another really special N64 experience and yet again yeah, we're being so very cool. very restrained on talking about it because we i guess we, 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 we gonna have save to it. save it <laughs> we're saving it for a full episode but it'll take its own episode definitely yeah. but yeah this yeah. has been an elevated conversation about nintendo 64 multiplayer and some of the experiences we had join us next week for i think is episode 20 is next week 20 wow. uh, and andy you are the yeah we're, for what, what, special what we... 20 we're gonna do uh grand theft auto remaster yeah yeah we got the remaster coming out so All right. we're gonna do uh, part one, I guess, in case it does. In it case goes it goes up. long, because we still have to revisit Mortal Kombat. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But yeah, <laughs> so join us next week for the elevated discussion on Grand Theft Auto episode twenty. Bye. 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 Now. <laughs>
If you like what we do and want to support the Game Buds, please consider giving our podcast a like or review on whatever platform you find us on. If you want to reach out to us directly, send us an email at GameBudsPodcast at gmail.com. That's Buds with a Z. Or follow us on Facebook and Instagram. Thank you so much for your support, and see you next week. Bye! Thank you.